surprised that you're alive yeah well, yeah when andrew gets sick he gets sick really yeah it was bad I, was he bleeding out of he the just ass? has like no immune system <laughs> it's true i was out for four days what did you do to help yourself feel better during that hard time a lot of edibles oh really yeah <laughs> that sounds terrible no, that would made it a lot better. I guess it just sort of numbs you out and you forget mm -hmm. about all your problems. It's true. I, feel, I like hyper feel everything. So what the fuck are you drinking? There's just like a giant bottle of peanut butter in front of Andy with brown water in it. It's not a... Okay, first of all, it's a jar. Second of all, it's... For asparagus. Asparagus. Foster's pickled asparagus. It's just, it's just cold coffee with oat milk in it. With some pickle juice? Yeah. Wait, wait. Coffee with oatmeal? Oat milk. Sorry, I was like, "What? Uh, you guys been watching anything?" Oatmeal. <laughs> wow, well, uh, watched quite a bit this week. Honestly, can't forget about Nope. All right, we watched Nope. I loved it. Ryan didn't love it so much. I'm in the middle ground. So yeah, <laughs> you know what? Let's go on a tangent. Why not? Let's do it. Nope. Get your fucking phone back up. Start typing that goddamn skit out. What skit? Oh, hey, Ryan, you son of a bitch. Andy, you fucking little chode. Ryan, you giant cuck. Amir, you smelly bastard. Amir, you handsome sex machine. Andy, I love your balls. Ryan, I'm hard for you. All right. We've got to kill the predator. <laughs> What's good? Birthday oh, boy. Oh, yeah, happy birthday to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's correct. Andrew Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on a tangent here, Ryan. So, I get it. Look, I get it, everybody who's listening. <laughs> I understand. He's pushing boundaries. He's doing things no one else is doing, and I appreciate that. With that said, in my opinion... I thought this alien was stupid. Um, I will kind of agree with you. So without giving too much away, there's a lot of buildup for whatever the trailer is alluding to. I don't know that I would necessarily agree that it delivered on that sort of epic buildup. Um, I'm not going to say why because it would be too spoilery, but um, I appreciated everything around that. I also didn't really love the ending. The ending was like... The tone was just off. It was like this, this comedic hit at the very end, it felt like, um, which I didn't love. I just listened to another podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard of Smartless. I only know last podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so Smartless is a podcast hosted by Will Arnett, um, Jason Bateman, and uh, the, the gay guy from Will and Grace. 
Uh, it's the three of them. And Jordan Peele was actually on it um, fairly recently talking about Nope. And one thing he said was like, oh, that's that's a good point. I never even thought about that is obviously a lot of people celebrate his movies because they're original or unique. But when they asked him what made Nope unique or special to him, it wasn't even anything to do with like the content in the movie. It was like this is the first UFO alien type movie that has like it's a completely black essentially which hasn't really been done I was like oh yeah that's true that's kind of cool one other thing that was kind of interesting (coughs) is I don't know if it was a joke or if it's real but nope actually stands for something yeah what does it stand for? What it stand I don't for? remember what it stands for, but I remember somebody saying that it's supposed to stand for like something about aliens or something. Yeah, it stands for not of planet Earth. Uh, yeah, but they never mentioned that in the movie or anything, so I think it's just like a, an inside thing. Maybe. <laughs> There's also this aspect to the movie that completely doesn't really seem to me to connect to anything, but it's very creepy that it involves a monkey, but anyway, yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's not his best. Because of some of his earlier work, he's made it so he's got his own really big shoes to fill. Because obviously Get Out was like, it was nominated for an Academy Award and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still processing whether I liked Nope more than Get Out or Us. How many originals has he made? Like I think there's three a, or four. Now? Three this movies. is his three, the three of them. Yeah. This is his three. <laughs> uh, one thing they revealed also in this podcast, uh, Smartless, is that he when he was in college, was training to be a puppeteer. I was like, what? That's so random. That was his way of getting back to like this idea that you needed to become like an academic to be successful. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to put my hand in puppet ass. Ryan, how are you? <laughs> I don't feel good, man. Uh, so Ryan watched, <coughs> we, or we all watched Nope. Um, I feel like I watched some, I've been watching the great Canadian baking show. It's actually quite entertaining. Yeah. Season three wasn't great. I can't do baking shows. Season four was... Dan Levy actually uh, hosted season one and two. That's something. I like I him. I really loved Chopped. Oh, when man. When I used to watch it on TV. I used to watch Chopped religiously for a period of time. Also, Master Chef, not as good as Chopped, but some of it's really entertaining, especially when Gordon Ramsay like, is given food he doesn't like, and he just like karate palms the food, like... Ah! It's just, no, it's not about, oh, it's not about that! Also, apparently, like, Bobby Flay isn't that good of a cook. <laughs> oh, what do you say that? Because uh, he, he has that it, show. Or beat Bobby Flay? Had that show, Beat Bobby Flay or I whatever. Freaking love he show. mostly just loses. Like, he's not actually that good of a cook. He's just famous. I, I, I used to watch his show back in the day, which was like something about grilling. He was like a grill master. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not gonna. This is all of this isn't going in because so Andrew and I watched Father's Day, which was the uh, last film we needed to watch to finish off the Astron Six original films. Um, that was the editor. The editor, uh, the Void, Manborg, Psycho Gorman, and then this film, Father's Day, and it was. So funny. So funny. Is it another Giallo spoof or no? No. It's um <clears throat> it's like a serial killer revenge. The serial killer only kills dads. Well, he doesn't just kill him. He molests them. Oh, sorry, molests them, then murders them. Yeah. But they have to be fathers. Yeah. That sounds disturbing. It's right. oh, it's so funny. It's hard to like even 
put into words. It's just super funny. It's if anybody did end up watching the editor and then listening to our podcast or just seeing the editor and you liked it, you will fucking love this too. Well, I mean, speaking of molesters, um, no, not us. Uh, welcome to another episode of Survive the Night podcast, the top-rated horror movie podcast in Marpole. My name's Amir. I'm here with uh, Raggedy Andy. Hello. And Page Master Ryan. <laughs> okay. We're not we're not number one in Langley anymore. No, we are. I just I don't know. If people care that we're number one in Langley still. I guess it, it, we should mention our accolades. We are still the number one top horror movie comedy podcast in Langley. Uh, the reason I said speaking of molesters is because we're actually covering the Predator. To no, not the Predator. Sorry, not the Predator. Predator. <laughs> today, <laughs> I think. Oh, shit, did I watch the right movie? Oh my god. Uh, this was maybe my third or fourth time watching this film. I've actually watched it pretty recently, maybe a couple of years ago for the last time. It was but, probably with me. <laughs> no. Oh. But for whatever reason, this viewing for me was epic. I was so enthralled by this movie and really enjoyed this watch. Mr. I love this movie. There you go. This was Andy's choice, yeah. by the way. Uh, Ryan? This is my second time watching it, and I think I enjoyed it more this time, too. Yeah, I was also half asleep. Yeah. I, I was very uh, high. I was alert. I was awake. Excited. But yeah, so it is Arnold Schwarzenegger's birthday, according to Andy, but it's also... According to Andy, his own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not according to my own preference. It's just what says uh, what it says on your birth certificate. It's what's listed on my driver's license. Well, Andy, maybe my parents have been lying to me this whole time. Happy birthday! Thank you, everybody out there. Let's sing Andy Happy Birthday. Yeah, One, a week late. <laughs> yeah, three. Good job. Nice job, everyone. Stupid. Page master. Take it away, boy. So we're covering Predator. It came out in 1987, directed by John McTiernan. I wasn't born yet. Okay. I was. Oh, wait, no, I wasn't. Okay. It came out in June. <laughs> uh, he also directed Die Hard and, and Last Action Hero. I don't, I really want to watch Last Action Hero. I don't Have you not it. seen I don't, it? I, I think I had it as a kid. I just yeah, I saw it, it as a kid, and then I think we watched yeah. it. Yeah, it holds Damn, up. Good movie. Yeah. Are there like some video game vibes or something in that movie? Well, it's a bunch of like movie tropes inside yeah. the movie oh. because it's supposed to be the kid going into a movie universe mm -hmm. or whatever. Gotcha. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like, it's a very good actor. For what he does, yeah. he's a very good actor. No, yeah. For what he does, yeah. <clears throat> like growing up, you're like, oh yeah, he can't act. But like you're watching his movies, he's growing up as <laughs> as a kid growing up. I'm like, this man is a god. <laughs> well, no, there are certain actors that do these types of roles. You know, the one liners mm -hmm. and stupid quotes. And I think he does it the best out of anybody. His accent helps. The way he looks, yeah. I think, helps a lot. But like he also is really commanding of these roles. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Uh, so the writers are Jim and John Thomas. Uh, they've also written Predator 2, Wild Wild West, oh, yeah. and Mission to Mars. Uh, they're the ones who basically like came up with the concept of Predator, pretty mm. much. Uh, composer, Alan Silvestri. 
He's done quite a bit. He did Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Abyss, Back to the Future 2 and 3, Predator 2, Death Becomes Her, The Mummy Returns, and some other stuff. So he's done quite a bit here. Yeah, some epic credits. Uh, We've got Arnold Schwarzenegger. He plays Dutch. He's done Conan the Barbarian, Terminator, King... King, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Kindergarten Cop. Come on, Andy. The yeah. Sixth Day, oh, yeah. which I watched that as a kid. Movie scared the shit out of me. That's not, oh, the clone is movie clone is... Baby? That's a clone one, clone yeah. Baby. The so, one where the bad yeah. guy's half finished being cloned, and then yeah. he looks Two like Arnold's, naked Squidward. Right? Yeah. Squidward, yeah. The next or one... Or not naked Squidward, naked Zoidberg, sorry. The next movie you're going to mention is one that I'd love to talk about briefly. Yeah, so the next one is End of Days, and I put down the synopsis for this because I was like, oh, I've never heard of this movie, and it sounds fucking crazy. Wait, so, you've never seen it? No. End oh of God. Days, uh, the plot for it is, at the end of the century, Satan visits New York in search of a bride, and it's up to an ex-cop who now runs an elite security outfit yeah. to stop him. So it's basically like Arnold in his action form, but in a horror setting, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I remember the promotional material for this movie when it came out terrified me because um, this movie came out in 99, I believe, and the ads were... It just showed the date, 1999, and then the nines flip around, oh and it my goes God. six. And at the time, I was like, holy shit, uh. <laughs> um, it's not really that scary, but I would say it's entertaining, and it would be fun to cover sometime. I always get the sixth day and end of days same, confused. Same, same. So, um, he was also in an episode of Tales from the Crypt, and he directed an episode of Tales from the Crypt. What? Yeah. Um, the switch. I will say that outside of the Hollywood stuff, Arnold seems to be a very stand-up dude, and he is actually um, given the plant-based community a bit of a boost. I remember that there was that documentary that came out called The Game Changers that he was featured in, which was like a huge thing uh, for vegan nutrition for athletes and stuff like that. I so, know it's like go Arnold. Very like uh, stereotypical, but it is surprising to find out Arnold's like an ally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Because he's. You would think he'd just be a meathead with his past and, you know, big and muscles. And he ran as a Republican also. You know, oh, the my God. Yeah. You know what I did? I forgot special effects. Jesus. But God. he was a good uh, Republican. I'm so... I don't think that's, um, that exists. <laughs> no, it doesn't anymore. But so, uh, I've done something different for special effects. Uh, for movies like this, where the character, in this case, the Predator, is so iconic, I... Uh, I've decided instead of taking a couple special effects artists or makeup artists or whatever, I'm going to uh, list the person who is credited with the concept of the creature. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, he's uncredited. Stanley Winston? Yes. However... Wasn't he credited at the beginning of this movie when we watched it? I didn't see, but... uh, as far as I could see on the IMDb page, it's oh. nowhere to be seen. But he is the one who created the second Predator. Because oh, okay. if anybody knows anything about Predator, the first one was bad. Yeah. The original concept for the creature was a completely different Arnold look. Schwarzenegger said he thought it looked like 
a bug with the head of a duck. Okay, I want to talk <laughs> about this for a moment only because it involves one of my favorite action movie actors of all time, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah and he so, was a little bitch about it. Yeah, too. so Jean-Claude Van Damme, everyone probably already knows this, was actually supposed to be Predator, but because of what Ryan and Andy just mentioned, that the suit was so stupid, that was one of the things that put him off. He also didn't like the fact that his face wasn't going to be shown. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have been credited either. They, he was going to go right, uncredited right. for it as but well. But like, fuck, put your ego aside. That would have been so great for his career in the and long run. he couldn't do any of his stunt stuff yeah, because the suit, the suit was so heavy. Um, yeah, so Stan Winston is the one who's credited, uncredited. He's the one who came up with the concept of the newer Predator. Um, he also did stuff for Aliens, Terminator, Jurassic Park, The Wiz. Fucking great movie. Uh, a ton more. He's also directed Michael Jackson's Ghost, which is an amazing 30-minute music video. I, 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 wow. I don't yes. think I've seen it. It's great. It's <clears throat> fantastic. And the makeup job they did on Michael in that, in that music video. It's crazy. Well. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. yeah. He plays a fat white guy, essentially. Yeah. Mm. And then he uh, directed and wrote Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. 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 That's crazy. Love Pumpkinhead. So, back to actors. We've got Carl Weathers. He plays Ugh. Dylan. Amir, cue it up. I wonder if we'll get copyright struck for this. We haven't uh, so far with That's anything true. we've used. It's weird. <laughs> we don't have a big enough fan base yet. You gotta wait for his voice. Lying in my bed all alone. Damn. This is Carl Weathers? Yeah. Damn. The song's called You Ought to Be With Me from the film Action Jackson. And uh, it was used in the newest season of The Stranger Things. Or Hmm. Stranger Things, not The Stranger Things. And then, of course, Carl Weathers is also in the Rocky films. Apollo Creed himself. And Happy Gilmore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's also uncredited, but in uh, Little Nicky as well. Mm. Oh, forgot about that movie. Next, we have, I'm going to say her name wrong, Elpidia Carrillo. She plays Anna. She's just in Predator 2. Uh, Bill Duke plays Mac, and he was in Mandy. Yes, he was. He's been in a lot I of stuff. Remember. He's not been in a whole lot of stuff. As a sort of like a side character. I've seen I've seen him in a lot of like um, but bl- he's, black gangster movies. He's not in a lot of things, though. Okay. That is probably true, because he's also in uh, Buster Rhymes music videos. Oh. <laughs> Did you not remember where he was in Mandy? No. He's the I haven't guy seen that, Mandy in a while, too. Okay. He's the one that uh, gives uh, Red, like, the uh, weapons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was in another um, Arnold movie, Commando. Oh. Uh, Sister Act 2, Hoodlum, Menace to Society, Get Rich or Die Trying with Beauty Scent. He freaks me out. He's got a he's got creepy crazy face. Eyes. He's got, he's yeah. got creepy eyes. Uh, next, we have Jesse Ventura, or Jesse the Body Ventura. He plays Blaine, and he's a WWF wrestler. And much like uh, Arnold, he was also a, the governor of a state. Uh, it was Minnesota or Minneapolis or Minnesota, Minnesota. maybe? Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, you're saying WWF because he was an older wrestler. Yeah, he was not an announcer. WWE. He's also. I don't think. Right. He he also in recent days has become a little bit of a like a conspiracy nuthead. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good. (laughs) Good. Although he probably does have a lot because he actually was um, like a soldier back in the day, so he might have some intel that we don't know about. Next, we have Sonny Landum plays Billy. 
Richard Chavez plays Poncho. R.G. Armstrong plays General Phillips. I didn't write his credits down because he has 184. Wow. Um, hang on one sec. No. Hello? <laughs> do you have a UPS package you have to pick up and send them money? You understand Chinese? I do. <laughs> it's not Chinese. <laughs> Mandarin, <laughs> but... Um, okay. Do you, I, I got one of those on Wednesday, but it was from Williams Lake, and it was like, you have an Amazon package, uh, an iPhone 11 for $700 coming. Can you confirm? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, who has 184 credits? R.G. Armstrong, who plays General Phillips. Oh, the old dude? Yes. Shane Black plays Hawkins. Now, he acted in RoboCop 3, but they brought him on for the film because he is a pretty big writer and director as well. He wrote all the Lethal Weapon films. Wow. And he directed Iron Man 3, Whoa. The Nice Guys, and uh, The Predator. Kevin Peter Hall is The Predator. He is also in Harry and the Hendersons. Yep. Andrew, do you, can you guess which character he is? No way. Is he Harry? <laughs> I used he to love be. that movie he as might a kid. Be. He is I, seven foot two. Yeah, he's, he's huge. A big motherfucker. Did yeah. you guys like that movie as a kid? Harry and Never the Hendersons? Saw. I didn't watch that one. Much. I saw Teen Wolf. It's basically like a family discovers a Bigfoot Sasquatch type thing and they I'm sure, befriend it. I'm sure Michelle knows it. Oh, probably. Um... <laughs> So he's seven foot two. The new Predator concept that they made and the suit they made for him was like eight foot something. Jeez. And so even though it was less cumbersome than the first suit, it was still crazy cumbersome. And he had to be like held up by like pulleys and stuff mm. because it was so fucking heavy. Like he's a big dude. He was also strong as fuck. But this suit was like a lot of weight on him and shit. And he's going to be, you know, filming in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. and he, he can't see out of it or anything either. And oh. um, So one thing I would love to figure out before we start is, was this actually filmed uh, like in... Mexico. Oh, it was, okay. So it must have been pretty hot and sweaty. It was uh, not good. Yeah. They had to deal with leeches, like the scenes with Arnold swimming and stuff. There's leeches in that water, <laughs> 100%. They had to deal with leeches, uh, snakes... Oh, the man. insane humidity, yeah. the fucking heat. And then at night, it would get to like almost freezing temperatures. So I will say we're under the best conditions in uh, BC right now to be discussing this movie because it's hot as balls. Sure is. It's a good thing we don't have a big following or else we would be like, yeah, it's like 30 degrees. And then we'd have people being like, there's no hot. In Australia, it's much hotter. <laughs> Your accent is an enigma. <laughs> I was listening to the last few episodes of the podcast. You guys clearly love that joke a lot. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's real fucking funny. All right, let's get to the movie. It's funny. Sorry. Because the first time you did it, you seemed real genuine, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you were so full of yourself. There were so many so sure of yourself going about through it. my head being like, is this what he thinks Australians sound <laughs> <is?" laughs> like? So this is another movie that uh, I've, I've tasked Amir to c 
cover the plot. So it seems Andrew was a little sick boy. Yeah. And now I'm the sick boy. I wonder if my voice will sound different on the, uh, it's a little different. Yeah. Sound a little uh, deeper, a little bit deeper, a little bit sexier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. A military crew gets sent into the depths of a deep, dark jungle for a hostage mission. Wasn't really dark. It was pretty bright. <laughs> they but, got dark at night. But soon find out that they are the ones who are the hostages. Nope, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and who has taken them hostage, you ask? The Predator. <laughs> the Predator! <laughs> Why did you write all of the, like... I don't know. From 20th Century Fox and TSG Entertainment, T Predator. Predator. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The movie begins in space. All of the stars in the universe are shown. Well, maybe not all of them. Then Loud Brass comes in with the title card. Uh, Right off the top, I want to say... I don't know if it's just something about, like... These 80s, maybe even early 90s films, but the music in it just does not make sense to me. Oh, you don't like the... Because the the score that's going through this whole film, I'm like, am I watching Gremlins or something? Like, it feels all campy and fun. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was trying to give like a kind of like a military type of vibe. Yeah, it's not what came off, at least for me personally. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought... I think it's pretty iconic at this point. I mentioned what the music did for me at a certain point. I didn't... I never mind. Did it make you... I was going to say, it didn't make me come. <laughs> Shoot ropes. <laughs> a shot of a lush jungle. We get a zoomed out shot followed by a more in-close shot. A soldier dressed in camo blends seamlessly with the jungle. Is this going to be a novel? Are you writing a no, novel no, no, here? No. <laughs> well, outside of being in blackface, that gives him away really easy. He's got a sick goatee as well. I want to lick it. Were you okay when you were writing no, this? <laughs> it was hot and I was stoned. You didn't even cover the movie, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. I just made all this up. This is just a transcript for friends. <laughs> we transitioned to a, a shot of an ailing planet in the background. Th- what? Just read it. This planet is in a livable zone, so there's people on it, but it's not in good shape. The oceans have gotten so boiling hot... Nope, that's not right. <laughs> Oceans have gotten so hot. They're boiling. There's barely any animal life life on the planet left, and the beings that live on this planet have uh, have to take to extreme drastic measures to survive on it. Sorry, that was a, a really bad climate change joke about Earth. Yeah, I figured. We pan back to Snake Eater, and he's pointing a gun at something, talking about drug cartels. In the distance, something is going down. Blackface is wielding a sniper rifle. He zooms in on someone and Kapow shoots him in the head. This is all fake. Why are you such a piece of shit? It's so stupid. I was like, why has he mentioned blackface twice? Yeah, what, what's who's the blackface guy? Um, in the, the start of The Predator, it's a dude uh, wielding a sniper rifle 
Uh, oh, he's got black. Did you actually on, start yeah. watching? Well, he doesn't. Mm. I'm assuming he doesn't have black face on. He's doing like yeah, black it's like camo paint. smears, it's war, not paint. Black. We actually face. did. We actually did watch the first like 15 minutes of it just to oh, make okay. this joke funny, and it didn't work. Yeah, but, no, but, it did not. <laughs> but it is relevant a little bit because it does start um, very similarly to Predator, which yes. is what the action movie we're covering. So yeah, this is the actual beginning now. A shot of the stars followed by the title card, Predator. Loud brass fanfare accompanies the text. We see a shot of planet Earth and to the tune of an ominous music as spaceship travels towards it. It kind of reminded me of the opening of The Thing. It shows like just like the spaceship flying towards Earth. Oh, yeah. And then the title card. Yeah. It doesn't really tell you where it's going. Yeah, or what it is. Or what it is. Uh, transition to a scene of a helicopter flying close to the water towards a jungle forest shoreline. Epic music plays throughout. <laughs> Do you know what that was from? Amir? Oh, um, Pirates? Yes. Yeah. A man is seen sitting in a corner of a cafe or restaurant, sipping on some coffee, presumably with lots of c- cocaine mixed in. Uh, a close-up of a man's boots panning up to a very serious old face. Everyone's smoking cigars. They're on a beach. Very, very serious jeeps travel in a convoy. Um, Man, those jeeps are serious. <laughs> the uh, this whole smoking cigars thing. So uh, Arnold is really, obviously, really into smoking cigars. Yeah, in real life yeah, as well. And he uh, he got Carl Weathers addicted to it because no Carl World Weathers like never did any of that stuff. Because he was also a bodybuilder. He's like, I don't yeah. put that stuff in. And then he, he, Arnold was like, come on, just have one. And then once he had one, he's like, okay, now here's a whole case. Jesus, <laughs> he's an enabler. Speaking of bodybuilder, like him and Arnold in this movie are so jacked. Um, I want to say that seeing them smoke cigars made me want a cigar in my mouth. Do you guys have a cigar? I don't understand why you had to put the part, like the caveat, in my mouth. Where else am I going to put that? I'm not going to put a cigar in my ass. You could have just been like, oh, it just made me want to have a cigar. In but you're ass. like, in my <laughs> mouth. Well, you, okay. Where else is it going? Exactly. Um, I didn't put it in the fun facts, but the whole time they were filming this, uh, as you'll see when you get into the film, a lot of these dudes are fucking huge. Um, they were all trying to one-up each other uh, in the gym. Because they were going to the gym every day still during this. And, and Arnold seems to be a pretty competitive guy, too. Well, uh, who is it? I think Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I'm going to the gym at 6. And then Arnold would be like, okay, well, I'm going at 5. And then they ended up all going at like 4 in the morning. Carl Weathers said that his body was all natural and it just came to him oh. <laughs> except he would go around two in the morning to go work out so nobody would see him <laughs> just came to me in a dream this yeah. body all right arnold schwarzenegger sorry also he dropped 20 pounds for this film damn because he thought he was too big he it's was like fair yeah because he's like you know, a military person is not going to look this fucking huge. Yeah, they didn't look as huge as him in this movie still. <laughs> was this before or after the first Terminator? This would be after the first Terminator. Okay. We see lots of helicopters. A man is being chauffeured in one of these Jeeps. He's wearing a red shirt and he has a cigar in his mouth. He has a red polo shirt wearing shades. He is jacked the fuck up. God, he's big. He is so huge. Big. Mm. The muscle boy steps out of the Jeep, a shot of a very old, serious man's face again, as he smiles very brightly, 
like he just got a minor erection. He's so happy to see Dutch. I would be too, man. Yeah, I was. I was smiling. <laughs> the old man goes in old man voice, looking good, Dutch. Can I please grab your ass? I can't blame him for wanting. Like, imagine I don't how think he actually said that, did he? Uh, no, he did not. Maybe he has a special old man cut. He does say, "Looking good, Dutch." Oh. Dutch is inside the army base. He's being briefed on a mission. They're looking at a map. He looks at the old man very gently, like he wants to kiss his sack. <laughs> Dutch says, why don't you use the regular army? Why do you need us for? Because... <laughs> why do you need us for? Why do you need us for? Because <laughs> some damn fool accused you of being the best. Apollo Creed. It's Dylan. Dutch turns to face him and initially is like, what the fuck did this motherfucker say? Then he turns around and softens, realizes it's his butt buddy Dylan. What happens next is one of the most epic movie moments in video game history. <laughs> what is happening? I did not expect this movie to be off the rails. I was enjoying it so deeply. I don't know. I had my laptop in my lap and I just got, I went crazy. Arnold walks towards Carl. Oh, he's not Carl. <laughs> he's not Arnold either. <laughs> Dutch walks, walks towards, towards Dylan, Dylan and sh they sh oh. and they share the most epic high five in the That's World not a high War five. II history. What would you call it? It's not they, a high five. It's like muscle flexing. Like so, they cl they they greet each other with like a hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, clasping with a loud clap though. Like, yeah, because yeah, he's like, Dylan, you, you son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. I wonder how many times he had to do that to get the right take. Probably once. I don't know. I would have, like, they must have known that was silly when they were filming it, right? <sighs> or they, were they like, oh, man, this is so cool. God, it was I, cool. I wonder. Yeah. But they just don't high-five. They lock hands in the most muscular flex of all time. Close-up uh, shot highlights their bulging muscles, and they're really sweaty for some reason. Because they're in a hot area. Some people run hot. I'm sweating like a motherfucker I'm sweating right now. a little bit right now. I'm drenched. And you're still got a shirt on. For now. It's a breathable shirt, though. It's supposed to help. Dutch says, What's, What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils, huh? Then another shot of their arms. Had enough. They weren't just locked in a high five. They were arm wrestling on top of a high tech, cloaked and invisible CIA table. That's not. Well, that's they not. they were arm wrestling in the air though. Like, how do you even do that? I don't think they were arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. They're just seeing who would give up, like I pushing mean, at each other. That's basically arm wrestling. I feel. But without their elbows resting on it. Yeah. Like in midair. Yeah, I I don't think that's much of a fair uh, arm wrestle. Also, no. people with muscles can do things that we can't. It's true. <laughs> I used to have muscles. Not those kinds of muscles. No, I never had those kinds of muscles. They're both getting briefed now. They're talking about a mission, a one-day operation. It's a hostage rescue. I'm doing in with you, Dutch. Going in with you, sorry. I'm doing in with you, Dutch, says mm. Dylan. My team always works alone. You know dat. Long Tall Sally by Little Richard plays. Yeah. Little Richard. Dutch's team is in a hol helicopter. <laughs> uh, I think it should be mentioned that, Di uh, not Dylan, uh, Dutch does explain that, like, oh, we don't do assassination missions and stuff like yeah. that. We only do, like, specific, like, hostage rescue. And yeah. Bullshit. And this, uh, you know, the, the coming uh, scene 
it will show that they are, it doesn't seem like they're the most peaceful people either way. Mm. Yeah, well, they're army boys. Yeah. They've seen stuff. They're also huge. Dutch's team is in a helicopter. A group of soldiers huddle inside and next to a ghetto blaster blasting a uh, long, tall Sally by Little Richard. I didn't even notice the ghetto blaster until he turned it off. Yeah. Also, they're all talking to each other on this thing. They wouldn't be able to hear each other. Uh, one That's of, true, I guess. Yeah. One of the soldiers is Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, his name in the movie is Blaine. We get close-ups of everyone's faces, and they're all exhibiting very distinct emotions with their body language. Great character development begins. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> it does start to show off their personalities, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, we get some shots of a couple of choppas cruising over the lush fauna and flora. One of these soldiers is a little crazy, reading a paper and ranting about stuff. I think he was also maybe telling a joke here. This guy jokes throughout the movie. I forget his name. Hawk. Hawkins. Hawkins, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Get that stinking shit out of my face. Jesse is offering, Blaine is offering people chewing tobacco. And then he drops an F-bomb. He says yeah. a bunch of slack-jawed Fs around here because nobody wants his chewing tobacco. Yeah. <clears throat> and these, then he says... These will make you feel like a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like me. Someone else mutters an insult to him. Dylan talks about something that happened in 1972. He talks about the time in March of 1972 when he had a really good bowel movement. Blaine doesn't like Dylan, Dylan. and spits tobacco spit onto his boot. Oh, he actually hit his boot. Okay, I thought yeah. it was just like in front of him. No, it was on his boot and then he like leans in closer, wants him to, you know. Dylan I, leans in closer. Yeah. I, I don't know what he says to Dylan at this point, but Robin suggested it seemed like he was maybe being subtly racist to him. Mm. Um, but I totally forget what he actually said to him. He he only, he just, uh, Dylan just says something like, uh, it's a bad habit yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah your you're chewing tobacco thing is and a bad I, habit. I wouldn't say it's racist. In my opinion, it's because it, they've already mentioned that uh, Dylan is a pencil pusher. Oh, now. And so they're probably like, this, yeah, they're probably it's like, true. this guy's not an army person. Fuck him. Yeah, we actually get a lot of that sort of conflict between Dylan and some of the soldiers throughout the movie. So that's a good point. Have you guys ever been in a helicopter before? No, I've always wanted to, though. Have you guys? No, I've been in like small, like two, three person planes. Oh, cool. Oh. I haven't been in one of those either. I don't think I'll ever get on one of those. Wait, are you scared of them? I yep. mean, I'm not judging. I am, yes. Yeah. They're pretty fun. They're pretty easy to fly, too, once you're up in the air. You've, okay. you've flown it? Pilot Wings Ryan over here. My grandpa it's used a, to fly. Was a plane? Oh, he used yeah, to fly. Yeah, was a plane, and I <laughs> rode him across the Atlantic. <laughs> the sights you have seen. <laughs> the helicopters hover over one area of the jungle, and soldiers rappel down. Epic music commences once again. And Johnny Depp appears. No. He's like, hide the rum. <laughs> <laughs> we see the soldiers slide down ropes into the dirt. They quickly get to cover. Ryan, you just got lowered into a jungle with seven or eight other soldiers in a jungle war zone. And you realize you need to shit really, really badly. What do you do? And I mean, this is a real scenario. This. What do you mean? What do I do? You just I go, go to the, shit. You go shit. Just like you just yeah. yeah. Squat down and okay. well, not in front of it. Well, maybe in front of everybody. I don't. I don't think I would care at that point. Like there's enough, you know, 
coverage. I'd more so be like, I'd be in this fucking helicopter. There's these like six foot plus huge dudes, even the smaller dudes, pretty shredded. And I'm just there (laughs) flabby as the day I was born. (laughs) Tiny little five foot 10 being like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go shoot some fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to go shit in the woods. Yeah, I think I would just shit myself. I don't think I would even be in this group. I would be like, yeah, I, I, I can't do, I can't be a military guy. I have terrible IBS. Be unreliable. Yeah, you'd probably just be shitting yourself the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably just go behind something. I assume, <coughs> excuse me, they're bringing like some TP or something. Maybe. Just use some leaves. That's what they would probably do. Yeah, but you don't know what kind of leaves those are. <laughs> Last thing you want is a little poison ivy licking at your taint. Yeah. What do you want licking at your taint? Not poison ivy, I'll tell you that much. Helicopters. Okay. <laughs> Helicopters hover over one of the areas. Uh, repel down. We did that part. The soldiers, the soldiers move, move around a bit, and we see another shot of the jungle along with sounds of all the animals they inhabit, the dense vines, and the trees. The sounds are sort of um, notable because when we do get introduced to the predator later on, he also almost sounds like a jungle animal might. Because well, he's mimicking different yeah sounds that he hears. Mm. Like, caw! Caw! <laughs> yeah, just like that. Ryan uh, mentioned it when we were watching it together that it'd be funny if he, like was purring like a cat but i guess some of his but like his noises. iconic sound it just like <laughs> 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 he's like batting around a little uh, <laughs> little cat toy uh dutch and one of his squad mates sneak around another soldier is seen with striped face paint on his face the soldiers look up to see a crashed helicopter hanging in the trees poncho climbs up to get inside yeah, they like rappel up with a fucking mm-hmm. um, grappling hook. It looked very un- like not sturdy at all. No, because it was in a couple of like yeah, it looked like it was about to fall down. Pretty thin trees. I wouldn't have gone up there. He's peering into the bottom of the chopper. Inside of it, he finds some wires and thinks to himself, "Hmm, wires." <laughs> Pilots each have one round in the head. He reports back to Dutch. Poncho thinks it looks like a surveillance bird. Yeah, because he's like. Um, it looks like this was a big blast or something like a, from a huge like heat seeker heat seeker. Yeah. And then is like, yeah. And the weird thing is this doesn't seem like a, like attack helicopter. This looks like surveillance. And then, uh, Dutch is like, what the fuck to Dylan? Cause, uh, Dylan's been telling them this one story and now they're right. kind of seeing some other stuff's going on. He's like, why the fuck would they have heat seekers? And he's like, oh, you know, they get stuff every day. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sophisticated for a bunch of half-assed mountain boys. That's what Dutch says. Dutch is alerted. There's something else. Twelve dead gorillas and six men wearing U.S. Army boots. Dutch. Dutch. Dutch sends him to investigate. (laughs) Do we find out what Dutch's first name is? Uh, So in the film, you don't find out any of their names. Until the end credits? Not even the end Mm. credits, I don't think. Uh, It's, I think, in Predator 2. Two or something else, it gives everyone's full names. Mm. And Poncho, that's his actual fucking name. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's Poncho something. Weird. All right. Dylan and Dutch are holding muscle clenched hands and walking through the jungle. They're actually holding assault rifles. 
Pancho asks Dutch if he remembers Afghanistan. Trying to forget it. <laughs> this was weird because he's like, he goes up to him. He's like, oh, what? It's just, you remember Afghanistan? Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. Maybe they encountered the predator there too. Maybe. So the scout that I refer to here is uh, Billy. Oh, yeah. His face is sweaty. The camera pans to uh, his point of view and captures a skinned figure. Loud screeching accompanies this horrific sight. Suddenly, three more skinned bodies are seen hanging. No telling what they are. This is a pretty cool scene. Yeah. It was kind of like pretty kind of creepy. It's out of nowhere. I don't know what that screeching sound was. I guess it was like some sort of jungle animal that... It could have been like a monkey or something. Probably. Ape. Uh, Perhaps a chimpanzee. But this is the first sort of can Sam scene we get of like some gorilla, of the, some of the effects, <laughs> some of the some of the, some of the effects used in the movie. The effects were really great. What other monkey type animals <laughs> do you know? Um, uh, Silverback gorilla, baboon. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I already said gorilla. You just added. I'm a color going. To I'm it. going on top of that one. Yes. Anyway, uh, yes, the special effects in the movie are great. They get, Even they get better. Like. Obviously, the when we get to it, like the cloaking, uh, that's CG. a little antiquated now. But yeah, it's it it still it's has its charms. Yeah, right. That's the yeah. thing. I find it so impressive considering it was nineteen eighty seven. I also like that it wasn't like like real high technology where he was perfectly cloaked. I yeah. like that. Like if he started yeah. moving, you'd be able to see him totally. Yeah, and it fits because when you actually see the predator, he doesn't look super high tech or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and they use like a lot of practical effects in this movie, obviously. And I feel like with the newer Predator movies, they rely too heavily on the CGI. Yeah, so I, yeah, don't like that. Yeah. Uh, a soldier kicks a bird for no reason. Actually, there was a reason. He's a fucking asshole. Like, I don't get why he did that. And he just wound up yeah, and I kicked didn't, this random I didn't bird. Like that. Uh, a dog tag is recovered. Name Jim Hopper. Yeah, we were both talking about this. There were it was a bloody dog tag, so clearly something fucked up happened. Do you know Jim Hopper? No, Jim Hopper. No. Oh, he doesn't know Stranger Things. Oh, Oh, uh, Robin mentioned something about Jim Hopper in Stranger Things, though. Good. (laughs) He's one of the main characters in Stranger Things. It's like a callback to Predator. I don't know. It could be, but oh, you haven't seen it. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. I hate you. Dutch says he knew them. Green berets. They were going to give uh, Dutch's character a red beret to make him look more like a, I don't know, whatever Badass. type of military yeah. personnel that is. I don't know the difference between the, the types. No, I don't know. I was, uh, at this point in the movie, I was I left a note for myself that, um, yeah, we kind of talked about it off the top, but I, I found Arnold's performance so far to be very... Perfect and fitting for what this movie was. Yeah, like I said, he's a good actor for what he acts mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, not, he, never going to win an Oscar, but he's always going to entertain you. Uh, yeah, and he was, you know, he's playing this sergeant, right? Or what is he? What is his rank? Sergeant. Yeah. Sergeant. He plays the sergeant really well. Like he's doing all the uh, like hand commands like perfectly. And yeah, you wouldn't want anyone else to lead your squad. Yeah. 
the scout seems to think whatever happened in the spot was it's very strange. Scout. Billy. Billy seems to think. Oh, he is a scout. Yeah, but he's got a fucking name. Billy the scout. I don't understand why you don't put their name. Like, you will sometimes. Like, right okay, now, so you've uh, put me, Dutch me, a few uh, times, but then you're like, <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> so let me explain the scout stuff. So, like, when I'm watching the movie, the names, I uh, obviously I should go into the credits and look at what their fucking names are, but their names aren't really even said. They are said quite like constantly. <laughs> are yeah, they? constantly. Okay, so you just, hear I'm Mac just, like 50 fucking yeah, times in this film. You hear Billy a few times. Yeah. Okay. You hear everybody's name. All right. Then I'm just, I'm just an asshole. Like, even they, like there's even a part where they're like screaming, Hey, Predator! Predator! <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Predator! <laughs> and you'd probably write it down being like, The Lurker, or like... <laughs> The shadow. <laughs> man, man, I actually do that in this in this episode. Tall man in trees. I call I call him the heat seeker. Do you actually? That's fair, I guess. I he guess. does go after heat. They don't do they yeah, so actually on that note, do they actually refer they don't actually refer to this at all as the predator? No, because that's just like the title yeah, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Do they yeah. call it anything? No. No. Interesting. Okay. They just say it's not human. That's all. That seems to be the case in a lot of these sort of monster horror. Yeah, movies but it makes though. sense because yeah. like, they don't no know what the fuck exactly. It is. Totally. Yeah. It ends up getting a a name down the line. What he also they? does call it a hunter, which oh, is true. what the film was going to be called. The hunter. Hunter or hunter. Yeah. Um, what do they call it in future movies? Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, uh, Ralph, come here. Now, what do they actually call it in future movies? Do they call it Predator? Uh, they call it... Oh, Andy's looking it up. I'm looking it up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can never pronounce it right, but... Oh. Yaucha. What? Yeah. That's their their species is called. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think it was revealed either in a comic or one of the other movies. Gotcha. Yeah. Good to know. I can't find a single track. Just doesn't make sense. Dutch tells him to stick with gorilla with the gorilla trail. They got to find the hostages. (laughs) I was like, hashtags. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I read somewhere while doing my part of the write up that Billy's character, I guess in later films, it's made to think that he has like a sixth sense for finding the predator. But uh, in this one, they have explained that there's a reason why he thinks something's hunting them. And uh, when we get to the part, I'll say it. Okay. But it's not a sixth sense thing. It's just like, oh, that didn't sound right. Mm -hmm. Oh. I hope the tobacco guy goes first. I believe that was Billy who said that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait. That's not a quote from the movie. That's what Robin said while watching. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Billy. (laughs) It makes sense because nobody fucking likes uh, Dylan at all. You mean Blaine? Oh, yeah. He's, he's talking Blaine. about Blaine. Yeah. Oh, he does go first, doesn't he? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I like Blaine's character, other than dropping that F yeah. bomb. Yeah. His character. The other stuff was he fun. says is real funny. Yeah. Uh, another point of view is shown not from the soldiers, but a uh, camera of something. Camera or something. Everything is seen from the point of view of a heat seeker. Um, like thermal vision. Yeah. I should have looked at, well, I did see it. I just didn't add it to my notes. I don't think we'll find out later. Um, they didn't actually use like infrared or whatever. No. 
Sorry. Did I say it wrong? No, no, no. You're good. Why are you laughing? I just read ahead. Oh. oh. <laughs> Anyways, I, I can't remember what they did. They shot it like normally and then like transposed colors over it or oh. something. Because especially later on, uh, there's a scene where the, because he sees in heat vision, uh, they try and mask their heat. Right. I don't think you can actually do it that way. That's like what I that, thought too. I was like, that doesn't... Your body heat would still come yeah, through, I yeah. believe. I think so too. Look, I'm not a scientist. Are you? What? So I don't know. I'm just your average blue collar sprinkler fitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the exact same thing. I think you're right. I don't think mud would yeah. hide so your heat I think signature. That's probably why they didn't use like an actual infrared camera. Unless it was like ice cold mud, but I don't think it was. Uh, well, I'll get into it later. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. How I hide away from Michelle is I <laughs> put a bunch of mud all over myself <laughs> and uh, she still finds me. Oh, I was going to say, I just stand still because Sarah like loses everything, but then doesn't look for it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, again, we're seeing uh, the soldiers move through the forest from the point of view of this heat-seeking uh, vision, um, red for hot, teal for sort of more colder temperatures on their bodies. A vague figure moves through the forest, identified by this thing. In colors, red for hot, teal for cold. Someone's real hot. They're blue all over, but there's a large red patch emanating right from the soldier's presumably large cock. You you missed a, a great joke there. Oh, really? You could have been like, they're blue. All blue. <laughs> <Gabba -dee -dabba -dabba. laughs> yeah, sometimes it's best to go silly and stupid. Instead of Amir's, I love Dick! <laughs> I can't help my love for Dick, though. It's true. In another part of the jungle, Dylan slips. He interacts with another soldier who thinks he's ghosting everyone and giving away their position. Let's rewind a little bit. Back to when it's Billy, right, who discovers the bodies? Yeah. The skin yeah. bodies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, skin bodies. <laughs> Um, I wanted, when we watched it, I wanted to say, but I couldn't remember his name. I still can't remember his fucking name um, from Hellraiser. Which character? Which character do you think? Flayed Body? Oh, Uncle Frank. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Frank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it does kind of look like yeah. that. Because right. in the beginning of Hellraiser, he is in, uh, like, some weird, sketchy part of the world. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, my question was going to be, Amir... You're part of this uh, troop, <clears throat> rugged men. You're crawling through, scouting the area out, and then you see a bunch of flayed bodies. What you doing? Where are you pooping? <laughs> Some. I've already pooped. I was just crouching down, pretending like I've you know set up my position to scout to the poop jungle, and I pooped without anybody knowing. It already smells like shit in this jungle anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I discover these skinned bodies. I'm horrified. Um, and then I, I reach up to touch the face of one of these skinned figures just to see if it's still alive. And I put my thumb in the mouth. <laughs> it was fucking weird is it, when it shows like a full body shot of all the bodies, like their intestines and stuff are gone. Yeah. Like their inner yeah. cavities just They're empty. gutted. You're like, <laughs> is he still alive? I can't tell. Because <laughs> I don't know what's I'm going still on. still alive. <laughs> I believe in supernatural. So maybe they are, you know. Anyway, nothing happens, and I just, I leave him. 
I just have this weird picture of Amir crawling through. He's like shitting while he's slinking through. He sees the bodies that are so fucking clearly not alive. And he's like, oh my God, these might be alive. I'm going to put my thumb in his mouth. (laughs) And then it would move a little bit because obviously he's thumbing this dead body. And then he'd be like, oh, fuck, they're alive. And then taser it. Can we ask Andy what he would do? Because he didn't come. So we have to pretend that you came. What? Remember you said earlier that you, you wouldn't come be, on the mission? Yeah, because of your IBS. Oh, but you're so, here. No, you're I'm here, here now. now. I'm yeah. here now because... You came a little later. <laughs> <laughs> I took the 99B line and went through a little Vancouver <laughs> jokes for you there. Anyway, I see Amir. He's doing his thing. I'm like... I'll help you. And I like push him out of the way and I start kissing the body. <laughs> oh my God. Got blood all over your face. And then I don't I, think he's alive. And then I'm like, Oh my God, we lost another one <laughs> as you're actively shooting. <laughs> and then I have to, uh, give them all a good Christian burial. I have this weird image of, because Amir asked like, would you shit in the jungle or whatever? You guys are just like, constantly just letting it go the whole time which a little fun fact for you most of the crew was because they got super fucking sick because the hotel they were staying in something happened with their water filtration so the only people who didn't get sick were arnold and the director that's so the rest of them had real bad diarrhea that's Uh, crazy yeah you can just see like the predator just shooting these like laser blasts at the crew or like at the uh <laughs> the hot spots of shit <laughs> <laughs> there's so many or i guess <laughs> <laughs> um what would i do uh, so, ask him? okay what would you do Ryan? i think you know what going forward with the what would you do's uh i'm going to go from the view of the predator now okay i think that'll be fun yeah so i'm hanging out invisible just watching, waiting, lurking. Yeah, it's fucking these two guys, these two creatures. Obviously, you don't really know what you are. Just will not stop defecating. <laughs> <laughs> these red creatures are now doing weird stuff to the blue, cold, dead bodies that I hung up. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. Anyways, I uh, I wait till nighttime till everybody's fallen asleep. Oh no. And I do my little predator shuffle over to the base camp everybody's made. Um, What's the predator shuffle? It's just like, hey, don't you know? This is pretty cool. Now you do the predator <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, I, I get into your guys' camp and... Like, I've, I've decided you two are going to be my victims because I, I saw you guys next. I'm oh, like, yeah, of course. Easy prey. Um, but I get a little scared. Predator, getting scarce. Weird, right? Yeah. It's because these creatures are fucked up because um, the one of them, the one that, like, is just constantly shitting, just constantly, <laughs> um, is spooning one of the dead bodies. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy, that's you. And the other one had uh, cut off the head of one of the dead bodies and oh. is just holding it like a, a um, 
a bowling ball <laughs> with his thumb in its mouth. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, they're asleep. And now it's my time to strike. So I, like I said, you know, the predator shuffle. <laughs> um, I come over and I uh, karate chop the back of your guys' neck. So you're, you're out cold, out cold. Drag you away because obviously I don't want to get caught or anything. Um, I string you guys up, kind of like those bodies, but you're still alive. I don't want to kill you guys yet, you know, because the thrill of what I'm about to do. I take out, like, I, I notice these weird creatures are wearing these weird material stuff. So I, I rip the material off because, you know, I, I need to investigate the fleshy bodies of these creatures. And I notice an appendage between what they walk on. <laughs> it's like a, uh, it looks like a growth. Like, um... Like a third, they were supposed to have a third leg, but it didn't grow in properly. <laughs> Except for the one who won't stop shitting. That leg grew in perfectly fine. <laughs> the other one, though, his leg did not. <laughs> so, I get this idea in my predator head. I do my little predator laugh, which is like... <laughs> and I, uh, I put their uh, upper appendages each other's on the other's uh, third foot. Of course. And then I do my predator shuffle away, hide somewhere and wait for you guys to wake up. And then I notice, why are they rubbing each other's third leg? It's weird. I don't know. And then uh, some weird substance comes out of you guys. Is it green? <laughs> it's very red in my, in my heat. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I, I run away. It's not wow. time to kill yet. I'm playing with my prey. Wow. Did it feel good for you? For me? Yeah. I'm still on the fence about it. Okay. Billy emerges. Did you just change that? No. <laughs> no, he didn't because there's still some rough stuff in there too. Billy emerges from some leaves with Dutch and the gang. Dutch actually uses his binoculars to spot a small camp. Someone's chopping wood. Soldiers are guarding this mini fortress. Some of them are dining. Someone is getting tortured by a soldier, and the soldier suddenly blasts him in the head. Uh, it should be scene. also noted that this person's t uh, speaking Russian as well. Oh, I did He's not, not know speaking that. Spanish. We had Russian. the subtitles on. Yeah. Oh, so it said whatever speaking Russian. Also, if you listen, doesn't sound anything like Spanish. I'm <laughs> 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 just like watching it. The guy's like. Dos Vudanya. He's like, what a beautiful, beautiful language Spanish is. I didn't write Spanish, though. I know. Okay. It's just funny. Yeah. All right. It's called a like, joke. Wait, shit, did you I know we're Spanish? doing a comedy oh, podcast, this is a comedy. right? <laughs> Number one in Marple right. and language. Ah, I spit water all over me. <laughs> that was a great sound. I like you peed. <laughs> okay. Arnold stops peeping and slumps against a log. His performance here makes him look like a sulking child. Like, oh man. Yeah, he looks really sad all the, because he watched this guy get shot. I don't know if that's why he's sad. Like, like, I understand we just saw flayed bodies and stuff, but it's a pretty fucking like brutal scene yeah. to watch somebody doesn't just even, randomly oh, I, get I, executed. I thought it was brutal, actually. Yeah. It's so out of nowhere. It's like, oh shit. Okay. It doesn't, in these movies, usually there's like time to like save the guy type of thing. It's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Pew! 
<laughs> Dutch gets tactical. Let's get tactical. Tactical. I'm going to get tactical. And tells everyone where to post up. They yeah, move. he says, two guys, you go this way. Two guys, you go the other way to take care of those ones. Uh, I know Dylan and Hawkins, you guys stay here and just watch what's happening. Once you guys kill some of those guards, I'm going to go fuck up their fuel supply. They move slowly to their spots. <clears throat> Someone wearing a red bandana lights a cig. Uh, what's his name again? Mac. Gets his gun ready. There's no music. It's tense. Real tense. Then suddenly, a little splash of strings. Another shoot. Shot. Of red. Bandana. bandana guy. <laughs> <laughs> guy suddenly choked. One down, says Dylan, watching, through the, er, watching in the distance through binoculars. Mac whistles. It's a distraction. Like how you do in Far Cry. <laughs> It is true. Or like Alakine's gun. We also get a, yeah. a rock distraction later, exactly like in Far Cry. Yeah. Dutch proceeds deeper into the camp. He notices a machine running. Oh, you got, you didn't mention Mac and... Um, Me? Was it Blaine's kill? Smack pulls out a fucking huge knife when the guy looks over at the bird whistling sound and stabs him in the throat oh, yeah, and right. throws yeah, him yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Dylan sees it and then looks at Arnold and gives him a good thumbs <laughs> up because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the appropriate <laughs> army sign. It's good to go. <laughs> yeah. Kill the man. <laughs> a Jeep is being repaired. He cuts a belt that was wrapped around some wheels. I don't think it was being repaired. I think they were using it for something. They were using it for something else. Yeah, okay. because they had like a... A belt around the, um, oh gosh, I can't remember the word for, not the tire, the rim and something else. And it looked like it was powering the engine, <laughs> like it was powering their little camp or something. Oh yeah. Uh, Dylan says, what the hell's he doing? He suddenly uses his manly muscle dick strength and rolls the Jeep down the hill right into the dinner party. He sends a grenade with it. Boom. Well, he sets up. Uh, explosives, not a grenade. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah, this scene just seemed like it was put in there to be like kind of fun. I'm fucking strong yeah. as shit, yes. boy. Yeah, we see a good shot of him lifting the Jeep off with his. And head. I believe it. Yeah. yeah, he probably could do that. Yeah. No problem at this time in his life. He fires another grenade using his alternate fire. Boom. Then another boom. He presses the L2 button to switch the gun back to the assault rifle and he starts firing away. It's fucking chaos. Good guys are winning, blowing everything up. Kapow, kablam, kablingi, kablooey. Come and meet. <laughs> Come. <laughs> I'm actually happy one of your jokes landed. I know. That was the one I would have thought wouldn't have landed. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have read it like that. I was like, when I was reading ahead of you and I was like, human me? <laughs> This goes on for about an hour and 20 minutes in real time. Not the movie time. It, does, I, it is so fucking It's so excessive. Yeah. It's I, so I excessive. enjoy scenes like this where it just... Because in certain movies, you just want to see the action. So let the action play out. Don't cut yeah. it with like dialogue and stuff. I don't think they do this in movies anymore. Just like nonstop chaos no. shooting. No, the most explosions. recent one that I can think of, and I think I've probably <laughs> mentioned this movie before, but 13 Samurais, mm. which I think is from the 2000s at some mm -hmm. point, where the first like 40 minutes or something is just them talking and going to the place. And the rest of the movie is literally just fighting. 
Actually, you know, another movie that uh, a couple of movies that that makes me think of is the first raid movie. Uh, That's true, he, yeah. And then the lesser uh, to a lesser degree, but the John Wick movies, I feel like have a good amount a of lot action. More, yeah. yeah. I want to say, that, yeah, like uh, this is coming up here, but this is Blaine fires at uh, fires at s- some people. Yeah. Um, fires a fucking uh, minigun, which yeah. they said uh, sounded like a chainsaw running right at his ears. Wasn't it Mac that had the mini uh, the minigun? That's later on. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I want to say that there are so many fire stunts in this scene. Everyone is on fire. Mm. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess not. Um, I don't know if it's around this time is when this happened or not, but basically around the time when, uh, cause they had filmed like half this fucking movie already before they switched to the different predator. Really? Oh. And when they realized, Holy shit, we got to get a different predator. In here. <laughs> um, they had done up kind of like a reel for it to show the investors and all that stuff. And they fucking loved all the action in it so much. They gave them more money wow. to do an even bigger, like third part wow. of the film. And I guess it's that the way that worked out with the Predator is fine because so much of this movie is without the Predator. Like the Predator, he's is, in it for I believe it said like six or eight minutes. That's it, and probably yeah. just like as the figure. Obviously, we see him more from like the point of view of the heat seeking and mm-hmm. stuff. But you only actually see it, like Ryan said, maybe for like six or seven minutes. It's just like the same like with the the xenomorph. You don't see yeah. the xenomorph very yeah, that's much. True, it adds to the mystique. Uh, in one of the shootouts, Dutch impales someone against a wall with a machete through the stomach and goes, stick around. Um, so for some reason, there was a knife maker just like loitering around the shoot being like, <laughs> you want some knives? You want some knives? And the director was like, fuck off. Finally, was like, yeah, fine. I don't want any of these knives, though, but like make a big machete for our main character. So that's the knife that he made. But it was so fucking huge and cumbersome that they had to get rid of it immediately. And that's why pretty much the only time you see it is when he throws it at the guy Mm. and says, stick around. And it was that was put in just so that they could get rid of that. knife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, he then bursts into a private hut by literally kicking the door off the hinges, appears in front of it and goes, knock, knock. The soldiers turn around and he blasts them. He finds a girl after brutally murdering lots and lots of people. True. He sees a young girl, maybe in her 20s, with long black hair, wearing army fatigues. She's alive, but she had a rough night. More guns. Shoot, shoot, shoot. That's not how it happened. I think after they got she the girl... She tries to attack him, and he turns around and hits her with the butt of the gun to knock her out. Okay. Good detail. It is. <laughs> yeah, she, she's definitely put. not uh, trusting of these American soldiers. Well, she just, they just, I don't know what her allegiance is in this movie because yeah. it's never explained. Initially, I thought that she was with this camp, but yeah. obviously they were not treating her very well. And apparently she was important enough to put in the second film as well. I don't True. even remember it's her as a main character. And it is notable, I think Andy mentioned this off the air, she's literally the only woman in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Dylan reunites with Dutch. Dutch pins Dylan to a wall. He thinks Dylan is a spy like he was in on it. He's like, you told me this was a rescue mission, not a like assassination guerrilla warfare mission. And then Dylan's like, you never would have taken this mission if I told yeah. you what it actually was. This is the thing. You're an expendable mm-hmm. like piece of the cog. Uh, him and Dutch argue. Dylan reveals the team in the chopper were his guys. You used to be somebody I could trust. But I woke up. 
Dylan says. Why don't you? You're an asset, an expendable asset. Dylan says, he'll fucking use him. Dutch says, my men don't do this kind of work. So at this point, Dutch is like kind of pulling out of the mission altogether. <clears throat> because, yeah, Dylan's not being upfront about what's actually happening. Yeah, and he didn't agree to this. Dylan and Dutch argue some more, but in the end, they're still a team. The only way out is through a broke dick dog. A I think that's what he calls this valley that they need to go yeah, through. Yeah, I, I know heard what the that. Fuck that meant. A dangerous valley. The heat-seeking thing sees the soldiers moving about again. Someone gets stabbed. The heat-seeking thing is making a noise. It sounds like it might not just be a camera. It might be a predator. Continue. <laughs> Mac shows Dylan a scorpion on a knife for some reason and then steps on it like an oh asshole. Oh my god. Not for some a reason. <laughs> You're just not paying attention to this movie or something. <laughs> so he, uh, Dylan's standing by Mac. Uh, clearly Mac doesn't fucking like him. Nobody likes Dylan. And then he's like, turn around. And uh, Dylan turns around and Mac pulls out a blade and looks like he's about to stab him in the back. And then Dylan uh, turns back around and points a gun at him. And Mac shows so that there was a him. scorpion. Mm -hmm. So the reason I miss little things is I'm looking down and typing and then I look back up and then I just see the next thing. that Ryan happened. left the room like three times and still saw the movie. It's <laughs> impressive. Mac shows Dylan a scorpion on a knife for some reason. We did that part. Amir, what's the joke? Um, so at this point, the joking soldier guy is telling people a joke um, about oh, vagina. Yeah, so he's like, I was going down <sighs> on my girl the other day, and uh, I said you had a big pussy. And then, uh, big pussy. He says and she's twice. like, why'd you say it twice? And he's like, I didn't. That's the joke. And then he's like, get it? Because it's an echo. And yeah. then Billy's like, <laughs> Yeah, he does. He loves it. He loves it. It takes then, him a second to get it. And this, I think this part is actually important. So he does like this obnoxious laugh Billy does. And then oh. the predator mimics the laugh in a weird way. And so Billy like looks up to it and is yeah. like, what, what the, the fuck was yeah. that? And this is where Billy thinks, okay, something, something's going on mm -hmm. here. A soldier runs through a burning village. Large plumes of smoke fly up into the air. Another shot from the heat seeker. It almost sounds like there might be a heartbeat attached to this thing. It's making weird noises. Then the sound. Predator lets out its call into the leaves. It can hear too. It listens to Mac. This is the first time we actually. What's uh, its, uh, yeah, I can't. What's make the that noise? Sound. No, 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 no. no, no, no. What's no. your predator? What's your predator noise? <laughs> Andrew, what's your predator noise? <laughs> That almost sounded like, uh, almost sounded like Hannibal Lecter a little bit. Uh, Ryan, you're, you're a predator. Noise. Um, predator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is the first time we, uh, from the perspective of predator, can see that it can hear them too. I, um, can you say... And can like mimic their sounds too. Can you too. say I'm the predator in your Australian accent? I'm the predator. <laughs> Oops. I'm the predator. Uh, so, first of all, it, do you guys know who the voice of the Predator is? is I don't it, even know it had a voice. It is, is it uh, Frank Welker? No. So, are you suggesting the voice in terms of like, it's a, that's it's making a, the a sounds? It's a famous person. Oh. That who? does voice acting. It's so, is it not Frank Welker? Then it is the, is the guy that does Optimus Prime? Yeah, Peter Cullen? Peter Cullen. Yeah. But, yeah. So, sorry, again, the Predator doesn't talk. So, is it the noises the noise that he's, that oh, he's interesting. making? That's him. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. And uh, he got it. 
because of the predator's mandibles made him think of a horseshoe crab and the sound it made when it fl- mm-hmm. when he flipped it over as a kid and that's where that clicking sound comes from that's really cool the mandibles sorry kind of a spoiler but whatever if you haven't seen this movie yet fuck <laughs> you i guess um the mandibles uh that idea came from james cameron oh yeah because he's like you know what'd be cool on an alien fucking mandibles nobody does that and then mm. yeah winston winston right stan winston stan winston yeah, yeah. it was like my god and then james cameron keeps going on he's like and you should make him blue (laughs) it seems like everyone that was making these alien predator movies it had this like community of of, a core group of people that they used to always hang out with james cameron likes to make the joke that he's the one who designed the predator really (laughs) of course he does suddenly a hand moves into focus sharp fingers it's on the jungle floor it takes the dead scorpion and stares at it we see it like it has ma- massive mitts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if it was like upset that they killed the scorpion at this point. Like that was my. I'm gonna li- say no. That was my little brother. You killed. I don't think they're related, but okay. Back to the soldiers being sneaky snakes. I'm a snake. Sneaky, I'm a sneaky snake. Sneak a little snake. The epic score by Alan Silverstree keeps the jungle sneaking interesting. Yeah, I, I was... What is um, it? It's, uh, Silvestri? It's like uh, the music. So you guys are walking through the jungle. Just, uh, yeah, this is the scene. You guys are army guys walking through the jungle. Oh, That's the music playing in the background. It's true. This is actually the first movie that that song was used in. Really? No. Okay. Suddenly, Blaine is stripping. Max says he ain't never seen shit like this. Blaine might be taking a shit too. I think he was at this point. He took it. He was like crouched down. I thought he, he was also, taking a shit. He does a fucking <clears throat> sweet line during the uh, firefight where I think it's Max sees him and he's like, You've been shot, man. You're bleeding. And he's like, I don't got time to bleed. It just oh, keeps yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually important to note that Mac and Blaine are very tight. Yeah. At least Mac is real tight with Blaine. I don't know about the other way around. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dylan is escorting the woman around as she trips. She seems to be passed out. Suddenly, she flings some leaves in Dylan's face and tries to escape. A man appears and points his BLG black gun right at her face. She freezes. Okay. It was Poncho. I don't know why I wrote Stripey. (laughs) (laughs) It was Stripey and his big black gun. Because he has stripes on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you were a teacher and you had a classroom, that's probably how you would remember your students. By these silly names. Yeah, I guess so. Like I actually had it has stripey a lot during the script. I had to change it all. It's a bad joke, but Amir's walking through the class and he's like, ah, yes. Sweet cheeks. <laughs> Over here is tidy. <laughs> Over here we have black man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? And he's just not coming out of his nose. <laughs> the joke was too much for him. <laughs> I'm still a little sick. And Dylan grabs a hold of her. Her name's Anna, by the way. We learned that a little bit later on. More sneaking. Suddenly, Dutch flexes really hard and makes everyone freeze. They're shocked by the sight of his bulging biceps. This movie loves fat muscles. Is that a thing? Fat muscles? No. 
Max says the noises of animals they're hearing is weird. He notices a weird pattern in the way the birds are chirping here. Birds are chirping. The move... They, they move. move. They move to the noises. Dutch is moving through the jungle arm flexed as hard as he can. Maybe it's not flexed. I was wondering if he's actually flexing as he's moving through no, the jungle. he's just fucking huge. I don't just think he's natural. Yeah, huge. that's just na yeah. how natural his... I'm so not, jealous. Not natural his muscles are. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> his muscles aren't probably natural. Oh, he used a lot of steroids. Yeah, back in the uh, day when he was like a major bodybuilder, there wasn't really a lot of... What are you talking of, about? Fucking Carl Weathers. That's all natural, baby. No working out or anything. <laughs> Testing and stuff in those uh, realms weren't as um, important as they are. And why would it matter if he is a, a movie star? Yeah. Yeah, there's no, no rules about steroids. No. Stallone admitted to doing a lot of that. Uh, that gun must be really heavy. Not that gun in particular, but the uh, minigun oh, that yeah. he used apparently was incredibly heavy. Oh, even though it wasn't real. You're not real. <laughs> You're not real. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Dutch says there's something in those trees. Poncho is keeping a close eye on the girl. She smiles at him. It's like she's like seducing him maybe to get him on her good side to trick him again. The predator zooms in on the faces of two soldiers. Also, it's not Dutch who says there's something in the trees. It's Billy because they've all stopped and Billy's staring off at the trees and they're all like... Something's wrong with Billy, man. He's, he's freaking out or something. And then Dutch goes up to him and he's like, Billy, what's Billy! going on? Uh, Billy says, I guess it's nothing major. The woman suddenly decks Poncho in the face. She runs for it. The predator hones in on her, following her through the treetops, swift as a sneaky snake. The predator has really quick legs. <laughs> <laughs> the woman is caught by the comedian soldier. Hawkins. Hawkins. A cloaked figure approaches him and stabs the shit out of him. The clo cloaked shape grabs his foot and drags him through the jungle. It seems like he, this, the predator is extremely strong because it seems like he's carrying him around like he's nothing. And this part, you, yeah, it just just happens so quickly. Like you don't even get a, like you don't even get to see anything like of its cloaking device. Really, it's just like a quick second. This is the, the most you see of him so far in the movie, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, the woman crawls away, but Poncho grabs her and pins her to the tree. Poncho follows a trail of blood away from her. Poncho finds a pile of blood and guts and swallows his vomit before he, uh, it escapes his soft lips. <laughs> okay. Dutch finds the girl. She's covered in blood, but it ain't hers. What did you do to them? Dutch finds the body. What in God's name? Well, before that, um, Where's the body? Poncho comes back out and he's like, hey, uh, Sarge, I think I found Hawkins or whatever. He's like, I just, I don't know if it's him. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. And we don't, as a, as a viewer, we don't really see what happens to these people either. No. My favorite part here is what, Am is what Amir wrote. Dutch finds the body. What, what in God's, God's name? name? Where is the body? <laughs> <laughs> the, the remains. Finds the meant. guts. Yeah. The pile of guts. <laughs> Where is the body? <laughs> I think it's a state of mind. <laughs> Pancho asks her what happened in Spanish. She says the jungle. It just came alive and took him. She says this a lot. That's what she said. Bullshit. Oh, that's the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, says Dylan. That's not what she said. But then he's like, but what she said doesn't make any sense or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's very confusing. <laughs> Dylan says they did the same thing to Jim Hopper. Dutch wants to find Hawkins' body. That's kind of morbid, Arnie. 
I don't get why. I mean, I, I guess they want to honor this fallen soldier. Yeah, because they're a tight knit group yeah. that have always worked together. That's fair. And a lot of movies you don't necessarily see as much. I also care. think that they're interested in how. Yeah, how the body sure. looks after being mutilated like this. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's fair. Amir's running around trying to find that body to put his fingers in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's right behind him going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after more sneaking, the crew finds a tree with a man hanging from it, his innards leaking out of him. Do they find, they don't find him. They don't find him. No, this is just a scene that's not for them. It's for us. Like, um, it's the, for the viewer. Uh, Let me paint it for you. Cause somehow I remember this one too. Yeah. Dutch is walking through by himself looking for Hawkins body, sees a snake and is like, I don't like that. Turns around and walks away. But behind him, we see like a branch kind of slick. And then the camera pans up and we see blood and stuff. And then we see what looks like, um, a native, like jungle person. I don't, I don't. Okay. Like, uh, like a native from the uh, area. Yeah. It's what it looked like to me, uh, like strung up and just real right. dead. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. So Blaine is tensely sneaking through the jungle. A small animal pops out. He relaxes, but of course... Is suddenly killed. Oh, you're supposed to. You didn't describe what happened to his body. Whose body? The person hanging up. Yeah, yeah. Got hung up. But it was That's what it, happened. It almost looked like you didn't really show a, a great shot of the whole body. I, I almost got the the sense that his lower half was not present. And again, the thing hanging was just like part of his innards, right? Were hanging out of his body. Was mm-hmm. that? I think it was just his full body. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind then. Uh, you don't get to see what really happens to him. Uh, to uh, Blaine. Uh, Mac finds the cloak figure and yells, Sergeant! You do see what happens to Blaine. What are you talking about? He has shot right in the fucking chest. You see that. Okay. Yes, you do. Did you watch this movie? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you do see it. He's He's walking around with this <coughs> giant gun, right? Yeah, and then he gets like, shot somewhere and then shot like uh with the the little uh gun on the predator's arm which everybody liked to call the parrot it kind of moves around on its own yeah that's what they thought and then uh yeah shoots him with that and it like dumpsters his fucking i guess what i meant is like you don't you don't really see his uh his dead body after he gets shot he collapses and yeah they don't show like a big like a wide shot no you just kind of see glimpses yeah he drops to the ground after he's shot in the stomach yeah and yeah, Mac. Mac goes crazy. Mac yeah. goes absolutely crazy. Yeah, he, he sees the cloak figure. He, he sees the it. eyes. Uh, he can't shoot it. We see a leaf floating in the path of the figure. I don't. I don't know why through. it was just like floating in the air. What was that about? Didn't even notice that. Yeah, neither did I. Oh, wait, do you guys I watch like, the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you notice dicks. all these really subtle things, but you don't <laughs> know the actual plot of the movie. <laughs> it was very confusing. It was, yeah, again, it was just like suspended in midair. I was wondering if it had something to do with the, the technology of the Predator, um, something of his essence, creates anti-gravity. I, like, I understand Blaine just died, but this part was very funny to me. 
Well, I've already lost where we are at. Everyone's trigger happily oh. firing at the jungle. Like yeah, killing so Max thousands of animals. shooting, his oh, gun runs yes. out, picks up the fucking machine gun or the minigun, starts the minigun. firing, and then everybody comes and they just start shooting. They it don't makes, even be no. like, what's happening? They're it just makes like, zero ah. sense. It, it makes really, zero sense. If anybody's seen it, I know Andrew has because we watched it recently, but it really reminded me of uh, Strange Wilderness. Yes, it does. <laughs> Strange Wilderness. It's a stoner comedy from like... 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Where cool. they're searching for Bigfoot. I think we may have brought oh, it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. talked about it with uh, Michelle. Yeah. Sorry, one sec. Somebody keeps falling. Okay. So, likely, they're killing thousands <laughs> of animals. I mean, they probably killed a few, yeah. The jungle falls apart. Suddenly, the noise ends. The only sound is the, uh, the sound is Max minigun chain spinning. Yeah. Max says... I saw it. They find Blaine's body. Well, they don't find his body. It's literally right beside um, Mac. He ran up to his body. Yeah. Okay. He found it. Oh, fucking, I hate you so much. Oh, God. No burns, no shrapnel. The wounds have cauterized. Mac, look at me. Dutch asks Mac who did it. Mac has no fucking clue. Poncho emerges and says, not a trace. They still have no evidence of like what was going on because the predator is just Mac so is sneaky. stunned. Dutch barks out more orders. They need to take a defensive position now. Dutch says they need to bring Blaine. Yeah, they take his body. The young girl finds some heat seeker juice on a leaf. So the predator, I, <coughs> we, um, I don't think we see it right now, but basically the predator gets injured and it's bleeding this green stuff all over the jungle as it moves around. What did you think they used for the green stuff? Um, so they used a mixture of cornstarch and water and then um, diluted it a little bit more and then put some green food coloring in it. No. And uh, nope. some glow stick juice. That part, yeah. That part oh. was right. Okay, nice. They used glow stick, the insides of a glow stick, and or what KY I said, jelly. Or what I said earlier, a nightstick. <laughs> night <stick. laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it is a nightstick, too. If yeah, the, but know. I was like, what are those called again? Night I'm pretty sticks? sure a nightstick is like a, a police baton. It is. Yeah. I just yeah. meant like, if you think about it. You're using you, it for night. Yeah, that's what I meant, Ryan. You fucking asshole. <laughs> um, so she rubs some on herself. No, on her pants. <laughs> you're watching the movie. You're correcting yourself, but you're not deleting the thing you're correcting. I thought it would sound sexual if you said she was rubbing it on herself. But no, no, no on her pants. Yeah, it didn't come off that way at all. No. She like just dips her finger in it. She's like... I need more of that. I also don't no, get why she was rubbing it on herself. She, she does it. She like She dips her finger in his blood and like tastes it. And she's like... Or a sour green apple. <laughs> Did you understand her intention here? Like, why would she? Why would she? Well, she was curious. She dabbed it and then just like wiped her she hand off. She was like, "Okay, I just want to wipe it off." Okay. Max setting up some mines, like Dutch said, claymores, frags, and flares. Dutch says he was a good soldier. Max says he was my friend. Now he's just a dead body. Jesse, the dead body venture. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. You're two for ten right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take out the other eight jokes and I'll be two for two. 
Mac takes his hat off and kneels for him. Someone is playing a trumpet in the distance. I keep losing my spot again. Mac kisses his neck with his finger. He just like kind of touches his neck. He drinks from her. Uh, he drinks from a canteen and pours some into Blaine's dead mouth. <laughs> Did he? Did he actually do that, or were they drinking? No, okay. he drinks some and then he puts it on his chest. Yeah, okay. Goodbye, bro. Right in the feels, I was crying so much. Aw, Andy. Part of me believes Amir was crying. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's so out of his mind right now from the heat and the wind. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to fucking watch this fucking movie. <laughs> anyway, suddenly another shot of a cloaked figure sitting on a log. It presses a button on its body and the cloak vanishes. Its leg is injured. It performs self-surgery. Yeah, it has all these like things inside of a compartment on its body that helps him fix himself up. It has all these tools in a compartment <laughs> on its suit. Yeah, it makes like a big screech sound that everybody hears. This part kind of threw me out a little bit, mostly because it's, they have such a hard time getting um, like practical effect fingers that are longer than the actual person's hand yeah, and fingers yeah. to work properly. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's just got really long nails and yeah. he's trying to pick stuff up it, with his fingers. I still think it looks cool. And I love the uh, the whole th like idea that it has, like, all these tools if it does get injured. None of it looks cheesy, though. Like, it all, um, in terms of just uh, the special effects-wise, it all looks very believable to me. Same. Uh, Dylan also asks Mac, who did it? Mac ain't no, but he does know nothing on earth could have lived through the barrage of bullets he shot at it. Poncho asks the girl more questions. She keeps saying the jungle came alive. Billy says he's scared. Yeah, Billy's like, I'm scared, man. And then Poncho's like, what? You're not afraid of any living thing on this earth. And he's like, I know. Oh, yeah, this is another movie with Billy in it. But he's not the bad guy in this one. Yeah, he's not the bad guy in this one. That's true. He's actually... Pretty decent guy. In this yeah, I like him. Uh, nighttime now. Mac is uh, Mac is sweating just as much as I am right now. Yeah, he was really glistening. Oh yeah, he had drops all over his head and face. Which they must have like misted him or something, because like I said, uh, the night temperatures were real cold. Oh yeah. He's talking to Blaine in the sky, not literally his spirit. Great performance by Bill Duke, who says, I'm going to cut your name right into him. He refers to the Predator as a him here. Uh, we don't actually really get a lot of... Um, I think a lot of the... the um, like, they don't know it's an, like an alien. Yeah, yeah, They yeah, still yeah, think right. it's a man. Right, right, right. Doesn't Matt keep, like, saying bro, too? Yeah. It's just, it, it just weirded me out. Yeah, because bro, I, I wouldn't have thought bro was a common term in the late 80s to... I guess... Even yeah. if it is, he's just... He's saying it too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, bro. Gonna it's do not, it for you, bro. It's not up to this part yet, but yeah, there's a scene where he's just completely losing it, and yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, the first indication we're dealing no. with a male heat seeker. <laughs> that was wrong. Uh, Mac gets caught and is being stabbed repeatedly. What? We see that the creature's hand wind back and forward. Okay, you're wrong again on this scene. That's cool. We see an explosion go off and something big charge at Mac, and it's Mac who pulls out a knife and starts right, stabbing right, right. No, whatever I, I it actually, is. I actually do uh, say that in the next line here. So Two for 11. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. It was just oh. the order. I because So when it initially happens, it happens in such a sort of... Um, 
vague way that you it don't does. actually see yeah. who's doing what. You actually kind of do think it's a predator initially. Mm. And then the it the, it becomes clear that it's actually not the predator and it's Mac. They all make fun of him, uh, a Mac, for killing this, this a pig. pig. And they are like, couldn't you like find something bigger? Because apparently the you know, the pig was really small. It looked huge, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, the next morning, Blaine's body is gone. The predator came at night and took it without a trace. All the traps still intact, except for the one the pig set off. He's killing us one at a time, Dutch says. Like, like a hunter, Billy. He's using the trees, Dutch says, after a revel uh, revelation. He demands the girl tells him what he saw, what wow. she saw. Suddenly, she speaks English. Which is funny, because Dylan's like, it's not going to help, man. And then she starts speaking English, and you can tell Dylan's like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, just his face. She compared it to a chameleon. Dylan says, bullshit. There's two or three men there. It's not a fucking lizard. This is Anna. Dutch points a gun to her and then unties her wrists with it. Nope. It's a knife. That was a joke. <laughs> Realizing it's the trees, they set tree traps instead. That'll teach it. Anna, what is the, uh, this in brackets assy? I was a note for myself and I don't know why I put that in. <laughs> <laughs> Anna is helping them now. She wants to high five Arnold. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, they're putting up traps that aren't man-made. So they're using like vines and mm -hmm. cutting up like uh, sticks to make them sharper and stuff. And Dylan's like, the fuck you doing? What is this? And he's like, he clearly can see and knows like our human traps, but mm -hmm. he wasn't able to see this other stuff. So this is our guess that he's going to be fucked up by this stuff. Dylan doubts this Dutch tactic. Suddenly, Dylan is shirtless, helping out after being called out by Dutch for being lazy. I mean, if you've got it, you flaunt it. Oh, yeah. And okay. he definitely got it. Yeah. If I had it, I'd flaunt it. I, I don't mean, have it. I still flaunt yeah. it. <laughs> I would never be wearing clothes. <laughs> They're all hiding now, waiting for the traps to be activated. They're, oh, so quiet, like sneaky snakes. Snakes. Mac thinks this is a good time for shaving for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a different razor from the one because he shaves uh, on the helicopter too. But he's wearing, using like a fancy razor there. This yeah. one's just like a disposable. So he's shaving the sweat off of his face. And I'm wondering if this is a tactic for him to be quiet. Um, maybe he just wants to prevent the sweat from dropping. Uh, that was my theory. or cause he I feel like it might even just be a nervous thing that he oh, does. Yeah, interesting. Well, he doesn't do a very good job as you see here. Yeah, he shaves... Yeah, he freezes and starts cutting himself as the razor pushes into his cheek. He accidentally breaks the razor. Uh, this scene was somewhat improvised, I guess. Uh, the person who plays Mac was like, yeah, it should cut me. And so the uh, special effects crew will like stumbled around trying to find up stuff to cause uh, bleeding from the hmm. shaver. Huh. Very cool. I'm glad he just didn't, you know, cut himself on the cheek on purpose. I mean, um, Jesse Ventura could have. Yeah? Because he's a wrestler, so they do cut oh, That's very true. That was a that's smart true. joke. Oh. You didn't even get it. Although I don't know if Jesse ever bladed. Cause, uh, was he in an era of bleed? That's fine, though. Yes, he I was. I was just explaining his wrestling. Jesse? Blading. Okay. And it... <laughs> <laughs> 
heat's really getting to me. Anna says it's only it only happens in the hottest years, and this year it grows hot. Does she say it like that? Yeah. That's so. That's such a weird. And yep. this year it grows hot. She did say that. <laughs> I guess survive the night is about to be attacked by the predator because it's hot. Because we're getting hot. Yeah. yeah. A bird flies off and startles them. Can't wait for this episode to get 15 downloads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dutch carefully sneaks by his traps and vi- uh, investigating a disturbance in the force. Mac <laughs> says, use the grenade launcher, Dutch. Dutch stops. He flexes. He aims. He stares. He, he turns around and suddenly something right behind him gets caught in a trap and then suddenly explodes. Lasers fire out from the trap. A log falls and someone or and hits someone. The cloaked figure appears and swings away. It uncloaks and makes eye contact with Dylan. So yeah, the predator gets actually caught in one of these snare traps, uh, but it escapes basically right away. Um, it lasers out of it. Can you be Mac here for? Her? I got you, motherfucker! I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Now we build to another epic scene in movie history. Mac is going nuts. Dylan is like, what the fuck is going on? Dutch sees Mac running around like a madman and yelling. He yells so loud for Mac to stop that the moon shatters. (laughs) 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 Then the epic line. Got Ramirez on his feet and gets with the chopper. Does he say Ramirez? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Then it's uh, Pancho Ramirez. There you go. Oh, yeah. Like. It's definitely a white person coming up with these names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Poncho Ramirez. Like, what? Like Sombrero Sebastian. <laughs> what's Billy's last name? Fucking Billy Whitefeather or something? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dylan says he'll go after Mac. Yeah, Mac just kind of goes crazy and runs off. We see his sweaty abs ripple and he goes in. The other crew rescues the injured Poncho. Mac is now climbing up a hill and starts singing some classic soul music about having fun. I thought he was singing the. Uh, he is the Little Richard song. Yeah. He's oh, singing, the same song. Yeah. Yes, Long Tall Sally again. He keeps repeating in the the same lines over and over again, mm. and he this is the part where he has lost his mind. I don't think he's injured though. That's, I also thought it was. I thought it was bandages under his shirt, but I think that's just like a an undershirt. Yeah, I don't think he's injured at this point. Yeah. I think he's just losing it. Gotcha. He's He wants vengeance. Solo Dutch moves around on his own. He spots something. It almost looks like a cloak. It's not Dutch. It's Dylan then. Yeah, it's Dylan. Uh, well, he whispers to find Mac, and then all of a sudden you hear, over here, mm, over here. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. think, oh, shit, the predator's trying to lure him over. But then... He whispers to find Mac, and suddenly Mac grabs him from behind to quiet him. Then Mac- they're spooning. And then they're spooning. Kind of. Mac asks Dylan if he sees it. The predator is crouched on a branch, just sitting there. Dylan sees it. What did you say when we were watching this part? Did I say something? Yeah. He was like, the how the predator was like oh, sitting. Oh, yeah. For some reason, the predator like had its back arched with his ass pointed at them <laughs> like he was presenting himself. Also, uh, when Dylan says, yeah, I see him, I thought he was being sarcastic too i thought he was gonna like turn on mac or something because oh. he's like yeah no i, I see it <laughs> <laughs> and mac's like fucking see that that bussy over there <laughs> uh dylan suggests flanking it i got a score to settle we both got go- uh, scores to settle they take separate paths and moves move towards it all sneaky sneaky like sneaky snake like ma ma 
Ma. All sneaky, sneaky, like, period, ma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Max sees a red laser on his skin. Yeah, you see the now iconic three dots in a triangle. What what weapon is that from? Is that just his laser fire thing? It's uh, I think it is from the parrot gun, isn't it? Yeah, it's oh, okay. the plasma caster. He just has two different plasma shooty caster. things from it or something? I don't know. Anyway, shoots him in the fucking head and like explodes his head out. Yeah, it's bad. We see a shot of the predator standing over Max's twitching body. Yeah, but what you don't see in the uh, deleted scenes is him then uh, squatting down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's standing over Mac's twitching body and leaving the scene of the bloody murder. Dylan whispers out to Mac and then discovers the dead face of Mac hanging upside down over a log. The camera intensely zooms right into Mac's dead face upside down back to Dylan's shocked face. This was, I, I was a little thrown out because when the predator shoots yeah. Mac, you can clearly see his, his head explode. Back. And now it's perfectly and now, intact. Yeah, his head is completely fine. Yeah, I, I feel, thought the same thing. I feel like that was probably to do with ratings. They probably had to cut that full, like that part out because it's fair, it's fair play. It was probably too gruesome. And they were like, no, that's too much. Uh, so Dylan looks petrified now. He spots it again. It flickers. The predator does. Dylan raises his gun as the laser points at him, firing plasma bullets right through his chest. So I also thought it was going through his chest, but this first one's not going through his chest. It hits his arm and rips it off. Yeah. Oh. And that's yeah. why you see his arm fall to the right. ground, but still right. firing for yeah. some reason. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I love that scene. Uh, yeah, he continues to, or he screams and continues firing his gun. He then sees the predator running towards him, shooting a blade out of his hand and then impaling him through the stomach. He also just lifts him into the fucking sky after what he's I, impaled. What I liked about this scene is I really thought they weren't going to show um, Dylan's, like... Stub? Yeah, I thought it was just going to, like, the camera was going to stay panned up, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of a weak way of doing mm -hmm. it. But then it does show his little stub, and you're like... Oh, like for two seconds, yeah. But that's more than enough. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Billy has had enough. He takes his shirt off and stands his ground, equipping his knife. Doesn't... Oh, okay, never mind, yeah. As the rest of the crew runs off, Billy cuts himself, allowing blood to flow from his chest, acting as bait for the predator. That's you what know, I, I thought his intention was that's here. That's a smart move, because cutting and then that hot blood's coming out. I was just like, oh, he's being weird. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it unless I get too. hard. <laughs> it seemed like he was maybe setting a distraction for the crew to get away, maybe, here, or something that's, like that's that. Smart. That's a smarter idea. Puts on some My Chemical Romance and just starts <laughs> going to town. I'll never... Sorry. I love that song. The rest of the crew hear Billy's death scream in the distance. It appears behind them, and Poncho gets shot in the face. Dutch squares off against it and gets shot in the arm. He yells to Anna, Get to the chopper! Andrew? Am I doing this also? Yeah. Get to the chopper! Right. Okay. Get to the chopper! <laughs> Ryan is getting vocal surgery after this episode. <laughs> so, um, I forget, is, is it just Dutch and Anna who are alive now? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, they both make a run for it. The predator chases them. We transition back and forth between a normal camera and the heat seeker. I don't think Billy's dead either. We, we don't actually see him die. That's yeah. a good point. We don't see him die. Suddenly, Dutch slides into free fall 
and off of a cliff. He lands in water. Thank God. Uh, you say 810 on the landing, but it was a stunt double who did it, and he blew his knee out real bad. Okay, maybe like a 3 out of 10. Then. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Uh, he struggles to stay afloat. He regains control and swims to safety. Dutch crawls around and gets covered in mud. A splash in the water follows as the predator lands right next to him. Dutch, uh, Dutch, Duchess does his best. <laughs> Duchess does his best impression and camouflages against the wall. The predator is flickering the water, causing an electrical reaction. Fucking Dutch looks crazy at this point with the mud and just mm-hmm. seeing the whites of his eyes. So now uh, the predator's cloak f- turns off. It looks like the water, like short circuited, maybe. But this yeah. is the scene that Ryan and I were talking about earlier, where um, Arnold, now covered in mud, um, is kind of getting blocked out of view of the heat seeker, which mm-hmm. again doesn't quite add up scientifically, hey, I think. Any scientists that listen to our podcast. You know, there's a lot of you out there. Uh, email survive the night podcast at gmail.com. Tell us, can mud hide your body heat? I know it can uh, mask scents, but. And also uh, tell us, does flubber exist? Because I want some. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the predator's bleeding flubber. Flubber. Same color. Right? Oh, yeah. Maybe the predator. <laughs> There's a deleted scene of Robin Williams in the fucking jungle <laughs> being like, what is this? There's also a deleted scene after the credits. I don't know if you guys saw it in the version you watched where um, the predator is actually still alive after the explosion and we see him squatting in the jungle and Flubber comes out of his ass. <laughs> it's the birth of Flubber. Oh my God. He turns his cloak fully off. He scans the jungle. We see the heat seeking view. Very faint red glow. I initially thought this red glow was maybe Dutch's heart. but I it, also thought it was mm, like a beating heart or something, but, but it wasn't. It fires a laser at an animal close by and looks around. Dutch realizes he found the antidote. It's a weird word a to use. A good dose of mud. <laughs> he couldn't see me. I don't think he says that. <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. Does he? Yeah. He, he whis- couldn't see me. He whispers it to himself. He's like, he didn't see me or it's something. It's really yeah. hard to whisper in Arnold. He couldn't see me. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, moon. (laughs) Dutch is creating a new death trap. What kind of death trap would you craft, Ryan? What kind of death trap would I create? To catch the predator. To catch the predator. To catch a predator. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess if I'm in the jungle and like it reacts to heat, Mm. And it also doesn't seem to be able to distinguish heat uh, senses from other ones. So I would find an animal. I would dig a hole with like some Mm. spikes or something. And I would put, I think they're home. uh, I would put like some sort of living animal in it that creates enough heat. I would cover it up and then I would just sit and wait. Obviously, I'd be covered in mud. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he would fall in. Uh, there's no predator shuffling out of that <laughs> um, I'm actually going to take a page out of Andy's book for my trap so um, <laughs> and I'm going to shit everywhere that was actually my trap suggestion was I would a big pile of shit have a big pile of shit because of my IBS <laughs> like I would dig a trench and like some, <laughs> some trip wire 
and just let them fall in. That's not what I meant about taking a page out of your book. Oh. I would, I would uh, uh, tense up some branches and get them really tight up um, so that like if uh, they're attached to a rope, so if you cut the rope, um, the tree branch would spring back and like hit someone really hard. But then I would also attach a rope to the branch and it would be hanging down. And at the very end of this rope, I would um, create a loop. And, and then, hang yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking he's doing like the little... Um, like uh, new, snare? No, the little new trees. What do you call like a baby tree? Sapling? Yes, there you go. Like a little sla- slapling. Slapling. <laughs> a little sapling. You'd pull that back and then you would let it go and the predator would be there, but it would just smack in the ass and you just hear, oh. <laughs> I would actually, um, what I would do to catch this predator. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, create... dress up as a fourteen-year-old boy. Damn it! <laughs> I was gonna say I would create a little village and put a thirteen-year-old girl there. Wow! <laughs> and it's so... fucked up that you'd use an actual <laughs> child instead of somebody that just looks like. That's one. what they do. But... Oh, actually, no, they, they don't. don't. No, they use like, a very young girl. You're right. They don't use a very young girl. They just use somebody that looks young. Sure. Yeah. They also have to give him a Facebook account. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All the social media. Pred420. Uh, Pred what do you mean here with the good job with the very simple makeup here? Um, oh, like uh, the what, mud on him and stuff? The mud on That's him. That's real mud. Or, yeah. No, it's not real mud. Sorry. It's uh, a type of clay. But um, just the way it made him look uh, and the way it starts to dry up as well, um, I feel like it was very effective. Yeah, yes. he did not have a good time. Arnold? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have a good time in, this, in these conditions. Billy's dead face is suddenly seen as the predator sticks its hand through Billy's chest and harvests now, his organs. Was it Billy? I didn't think it was because you don't really see his face very much because it pans away really quickly. I assumed it was Billy. Any ideas, Andy? And I, was it uh, his heart that he was harvesting? No, it's, it's his, his spine skull. and skull. Skull oh, and spine. Shit. Oh, I only yeah, yeah, know yeah, that because yeah, yeah. of later. But I only really know that because of Andrew's figures. <laughs> yeah, there's... That's, that's what they, they like. That's what they like. Those are their trophies. Yeah. 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 And it's not just humans. There's all their aliens. Like E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah will like that joke. <laughs> uh, so Arnold randomly stretches or his... Or Dutch. Could be Dutch. Could be. Maybe it's Arnold. I read what is presented to me. Arnold randomly stretches his muscles really hard, crafting... More traps. More traps. Omri traps. He fires an arrow into a wall target practice. The predator finds some skulls and gently pets one of them. Yeah, he's uh, really, <laughs> really into the skull. Well, it it harvests the, the skull and then, like, basically polishes it. Mm-hmm. And puts it like in Like, cleans co- it and polishes adds it. Adds it to his collection. Yeah. Uh, Arnold is applying Dutch. some more makeup. It's not makeup, it's clay. Well, it's not clay either, it's mud. <laughs> uh, scene feels like a callback to Apocalypse Now. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that. So there's a scene in Apocalypse Now where Martin Sheen kind of emerges from a very muddy um, swamp. And just the way they both look here, covered in mud over their faces, reminded me a lot of that. I haven't seen the movie either, but I know the cover. I have not seen Apocalypse Now. I have wow. not. Okay. I'm not a huge into war movies. I, I'm not either. Yeah. But I like that one a lot. Dutch lights a torch, raises his arm over his head, and lets out the biggest roar you've ever heard in human roar history. <laughs> it's quite epic. 
And there's a lot of uh, prank phone calls that use Arnold soundboards. And whenever they use this clip. Hello? Good morning. Hello? Good morning. Good morning? Yes. 7.30 at night. Who the hell is this? I'm Detective John Kimball. Let me talk Why to you. Why not? Let me talk Take to your you mother, mother, please. Let me talk to your mother. Oh, that's right. No. She's back at my place, isn't she? Fuck you. Stop whining. Stop calling my number because I got work to do, man. You need to stop calling my number. This is the last time I'm going to tell you. You have a good day. <laughs> Makes me laugh. I never, I never heard that one. I always just heard the ones from Kindergarten Cop. Well, you've heard the "you son of a bitch," and that's yeah. off to this one. But yeah, uh, the predator is using his lasers to heal himself some more. Or he's doing something with his lasers. He was lighting up the blade on his arm. Dutch lights a fire. Why? Why do you keep going from back and forth between Dutch and Arnold? I don't know. He does it right here too. <laughs> Dutch lights a fire, bringing all the attention to himself. He throws the uh, the torch onto something to catch fire so that the predator goes towards the heat signature, not him. Mm. Dutch is up against a tree, and we see the cloaked predator creeping up behind him. Yeah, I thought he saw him. Yeah. But then he just walks right by him. <laughs> I I'm thought so, sure too. I'm sure Dutch was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't fart. Dutch. Could you imagine <laughs> Dutch farts and that is game over after that? Yeah. Laser up your b-hole. Uh, Dutch senses it. He turns back slowly, staring at it. He swings away onto another tree. The predator lost sight of him. Dutch spots it in the distance and shoots a grenade right in front of it, stunning it. Predator shoots back, and they go back and forth. Pazuzu. So there's a scene in the distance uh, where we see the predator kind of being lit up as a small figure. And it reminded me a lot of that scene from The Exorcist, the way it was lit, where uh, Reagan is like reaching oh, up okay. to Pazuzu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, the predator puts on beautiful fireworks display. Dutch escapes its barrage of futuristic bullets. Uh, the predator pushes some more buttons on itself. Still can't find Dutch. Dutch sees it land right in front of him. He's hiding below it. He's like underneath a walkway, like a tree, yeah. like, a, like a giant tree stump. Mm -hmm. uh, it walks right by Dutch. Dutch grabs another weapon and tries to find it again. He does the far cry rock thing. It works. Predator shoots it in uh, that direction and gives away its own position. Dutch readies his javelin and dodges an explosion. So the, these javelins have like explo uh, explosives attached to them. He fires back his explosive javelin, and it stuns the predator. He finds a new position, and then notices the green goo. It's fucking close. Bleed, bastard. This is uh, later, well, earlier in the film when Anna says, oh, I found its blood, and then I think it's Dutch who's like, yeah. if it bleeds, we can kill it, which is a fucking powerful line. Agreed. Powerful. Just like in uh, Batman versus Superman, <laughs> when he's like, tell me. Do you bleed? <laughs> That's Amir's favorite movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> he finds more blood, looking confused. Then green blood drips loudly behind him. He explodes another javelin and runs past Predator. I like how it's just, just Predator, like <coughs> Jim Predator. <laughs> no, it's Ralph Predator. Oh, Ralph. <laughs> 
It finds Dutch. It grabs Dutch by the throat and pins him to a tree. It looks right into Dutch's eyes. This scene is pretty intense because we see him lift him up and he's a good like foot something off and Arnold isn't a small dude. Yeah, he's massive. And yeah, seeing him which just lifted. shows how big the Predator is and honestly how big fucking uh, the guy who plays the Predator is. Yeah. Totally. Uh, look, uh, the Predator looks into Dutch's eyes and we see the Predator's heat-seeking point of view. Yeah, we see like the outline of his skull, of which his is skull, pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. terrifying. I thought it was terrifying for sure. He looks, or he lets Dutch go and walks away. It stops and faces Dutch, slowly pushing buttons on itself. It sheds some layers. Suddenly it takes its mask off. It also takes off the plasma cannon on his shoulder. Yeah. Basically just disarming him. Mm-hmm. Beneath it is a terrifying looking creature. You're one ugly motherfucker. It's not Arnold at all. <laughs> you are one ugly motherfucker. No, it's still not him. I lost it. I also uh, <laughs> like the way the fucking predator's like posting up too. When he does it, he's like, all right, let's go. Here we go. He looks like, it looks like a when he's a, like, you know, when badgers like try to attack they not really no no (laughs) they try to puff themselves up it's really epic though because clearly now we start to realize that he's just getting ready to do a Mm one-on-one fucking fight with arnold because we we can infer that the predator uh recognizes him as like a truly good prey or whatever and he's like yeah let's fight men to men or predator to predator (laughs) but yeah when the mask comes off i was ralph (laughs) i was blown away again i've seen this in the past but for whatever however high i was last night i guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I was just so blown away by the job they did. Any insight into, like, was there animatronics used or anything so, like that? Um, they actually made three heads. One of them with uh, a bit of emotion to it. One of them where it's just the face, whatever. and Or one of them with just the face. One, I think, with a mask. And then another one that has the animatronics that can move. And they call that the action head. <laughs> mm. It's so good. They had a secret fourth one where he just had cool sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give us the line ryan what the ugly motherfucker line in your arnold <clears throat> you're one ugly motherfucker <laughs> you one ugly motherfucker that's it's not a good. motherfucker that i can't get in arnold's voice Mod- mother- motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the effects and costume are absolutely incredible. I was fooled. They uh, they spent more money on this version of the Predator than the one they did before, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. Like uh, they paid the production company, which unfortunately I can't, or the uh, special effects company, I can't remember what it's called. It's called like Black Rock or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much money, and then they fucking paid Stan Winston one point five million to just create Jesus. a concept for a new Predator. That's how it's done. You just pay the artist. Uh, it roars at Dutch as they have a good old-fashioned slobber knocker. It's another ref- reference to wrestling. I like Predator has the upper hand first. Like, he never has... He's like two, <laughs> three feet fight. bigger and In way stronger. In this fight. Okay, it's round one. Knocking Dutch back and clawing at him. Suddenly, Dutch swings and catches the Predator right in the face. Doesn't do a fucking thing. The Predator strikes back thrice. (laughs) (laughs) Not once, not twice, but thrice. The sound effects are great as they rumble in the jungle. They're very cheesy sound effects, but they work really well here. 
Amir, what would your tactic in a fight oh, against the predator? What would I do nice here? Leading question of your own, Amir. <laughs> I thought I should have come up with an answer for it, though, and I didn't. So, um, so what I would do first is I would swing him into the rope and catch him with a big boot in the face. The rope is just like a vine in the jungle, right? Um, so now he's on the ground on his back, and then I run into the vine and I come back and leg drop him right in the face. I pin him one, two, three, and I'm the new world champion. Okay. Ryan, what would you do in a fight against the Predator? So, yeah, he's like five feet taller than you. You have no muscles. Your penis. <laughs> Why'd you just say my penis? I don't know. Just funny. Because you always got dicks on your mind. It made Andy laugh. Um, Everything makes me laugh. I Come think on. I would try and go for its mandibles on its face and rip them off. Yeah, that that's would fucking good. hurt. Or, I can try and find that dick. Oh, now we're talking about dick. Yeah, but like, yeah, is there I feel like any nationality, any alien species, they gotta have assuming some it has of, a penis, obviously, yeah. or genitals. It hasn't in, been confirmed yet. Have you read any fan fiction about uh, predator sex? No. It's just... I don't want you to look it up. I, if I looked at predator sex, a lot of... <laughs> A lot of weird things would come up, and I'd be tracked by the FBI. RCMP person. <laughs> Andrew, what would you do to fight the predator? Oh man, uh, I'd probably try to like press a bunch of buttons on its gauntlet, mm -hmm. and then set off the nuclear explosion by accident. Just kill yourself by yep. accident. And you're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, blood oh. comes out. <laughs> it would be cool if at the end of uh, the new Buzz Lightyear CGI movie, it. I pan to a scene where uh, Buzz lands on a planet with the Predator, <laughs> and, and that's the next movie, Lightyear versus Predator. Well, uh, they're owned by the same company. Oh, good point. Yeah. Pitch it. Um, Millionaire. Another rewind here, when Dutch like gets knocked into the water in this fight and then crawls out and he's lost his mud, this motherfucker, Arnold, is just shivering like a son of a bitch oh. because it's nighttime. It's like near freezing temperatures. He's been in the water. He was like, I could not stop shivering. He could have been, had like hypothermia from this. Probably. Uh, so Dutch is getting the shit beat out of him. The predator says, this one's personal. <laughs> <laughs> predator says, you are supposed to bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. The predator cuts off Dutch's legs. <laughs> Dutch becomes Darth Vader and says, come on, do, do it. it. Except he's like, do it. He's like, come on. <laughs> do it. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine do Arnold it. is Darth Vader. <laughs> Fuck. Luke. <laughs> Get to the Death Star. <laughs> come on, Predator. Just look. Uh, come what? on. Come on. Yeah, because... Okay, get all this fucking Star Wars nerd shit out of here. He, uh, Dutch crawled through under the, like, tree, vine stuff, whatever, roots, if you want to call them. To his trap. Yeah, he crawled away under his trap, which he had, like, sharpened a couple of sticks. And Predator very clearly sees it. He's touching yeah. it and stuff, too. And, and the like, whole time, no. Dutch is like, do it, come on. And then the Predator's like, okay, and then just goes over top of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dutch asks for it. Predator looks annoyed as Dutch begs to die. He goes Predator right into a trap. Predator gets crushed from above. I don't know what falls on him, but it's a large head. It was a giant, uh, like, log, wasn't it? Something like that. It was a massive fucking log. Yeah. Uh, Dutch is relieved. 
rookie mistake. Yeah, he kind of like relaxes now. Oh, I did it. I did it. Suddenly, the predator growls from beneath the trap. Dutch grabs a rock and looks at a dying predator. So he's still pinned to like a tree stump yeah. or something like that. Oozing green blood. You almost feel sorry for it. I so, kind of did. This is another scene where I was like, what? Where's the rationale in this? Because him and his team just finished massacring an area that we're trying to kill him too, just yep. as the predator was. Plus the predator is what killed his entire crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would he be like, you know what? Like he's I'll let some, somebody yeah. else deal with it. Yeah. Or, or it almost looks like he has a second of like compassion for the predator in the state that it's in. It just no sense to me. Yeah. I, I immediately, if it was me, I'd have been like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he puts tea he bag, puts tea a, bag, tea bag. And he should have, but he puts a rock <clears throat> down instead and he goes, what the hell are you? The predator repeats him. What the hell are you? The predator pushes a button on his arm. Something begins counting down in a foreign language as the predator begins laughing maniacally. Like Billy. I, I, just, I don't know. language? Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> Italian? Well, it's in some alien language is what I should have said. Yeah, but you would usually... <laughs> I think it's in Cantonese or something. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, the entire jungle looks like it's electrified, and we get a major explosion as Dutch runs away. Uh, we are not talking about his laugh. The no, predi- we oh, did. We, we did. We yeah. did. And it yeah, that like it sounds Billy. like Billy. Yeah. That's the part, yeah. It sounds like Billy, and yeah, it just keeps going uh, as the jungle explodes. I don't know how the fuck Arnold survives this. I mean, he does get a pretty good head start before the explosion. Yeah, so. I think he just he, he survives because of, you know movie his muscles the muscles helped him yeah he's got quick legs yeah that too yeah uh next scene dutch is being rescued by his serious faced old man lover (laughs) they see a giant mushroom cloud in the distance gigantic dutch is rescued his old man lover and anna stare at him like what the fuck are you they seem i don't know if they're impressed or like blown away that he survived this encounter with the predator maybe or that he just survived at all but they just look at him stunned the helicopter flies into the distance. Cheesy end credits follows this absolutely epic movie. There's an end credits scene. Even though an explosion went off, the predator is still intact. He's pinned to this tree stump, still very badly injured when he hears footsteps in the distance. The footsteps get closer and a man appears before the predator. Hey, how are you? Are those condoms? Why don't you have a seat right over there? I'm Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. You're on a show called To Catch a Predator. Ryan, uh, have some fun facts here. Um, As I've already said, the crew had to deal with leeches, snakes, humidity, heat, and rough terrain. And then, of course, the night scenes were filmed during like freezing cold temperatures. Um, The invisibility cloak effect was achieved with a bright red suit. Mm. Because it was the farthest opposite of the green of the jungle and the blue of the sky. Hmm. So I instead of using a green screen suit. I think you can actually see pictures of uh, the red suit uh, if you look online. So, Or of one of the early it, suits. I think it's in one of the documentaries. You can see it of the yeah, one of the early gotcha. Jean-Claude suits. I remember seeing one for the green. They had a green sure. suit. Anywho... The red was removed with chroma key techniques, leaving an empty area. The take was then repeated without the actors using a 30% wider lens on the camera. When the two takes were combined optically, 
the jungle from the second take filled in the empty area. Because the second take was filmed with a wider lens, a vague outline of the alien could be seen with the background scenery bending around its shape. So That's they so did that fucking cool. on purpose. Hmm. That's really fucking cool, man. It's a lot of work. As I've already said, the predator's blood was made with a liquid from glow sticks and KY jelly. Uh, and again, Peter Cullen voices the predator. Uh, the distinctive clicking and gurgling sound was uh, thought up by Peter Cullen, who uh, was taken aback by the idea because he didn't realize, he didn't think of like, what the fuck kind of sound would this thing make? Mm -hmm. um, and the producers were reluctant to show him the new Predator uh, concept too. So he's like, I can't make a sound if I don't see it, you fucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he said. Uh, and then once, like I said, once he saw the concept, he was like, oh, it kind of looks like a horseshoe crab that made this sound when I was a kid. So that's the sound I'm going to go for. Um, <laughs> he also did this sound because right before this, he had finished 11 reels of King Kong and he was coughing up blood. Oh. So he chose this type of vocalization because it was way easier wow. on his throat. It's fucked. The studio's insurance company would not agree to ensure the production unless a bodyguard was hired for Sonny Lanham, who plays Billy. Hmm. For the sole purpose of protecting people from Sonny. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because he was known to be violent, short-tempered. Oh. so fucked up, man. I thought that was real funny. I read it. <laughs> That's all I've got for my fun facts, but we got a couple of mere ones here. Don't get your hopes up. They got to they got to be better than the other. Arnold no, had leeches good. attached to his balls at one point during filming. That's, That's so probably true. Yeah. <laughs> that might not be fake. Carl Weathers had to use his tongue to suck them off. <laughs> How is he using his tongue to suck them off? Don't ask me, man. That's you also say suck them off. So for some reason, I thought he's like, oh, here. And then he starts sucking the leech's tiny little leech dick. <laughs> <laughs> Help when, me. <laughs> when the leeches were autopsied, green juice came out of them. So I think the leeches might be related to the predator. The leeches that we have on Earth. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't know. Arnold was in hospital for about five months and recovered by eating a steady diet of Subway Veggie Delight subs <laughs> with extra lettuce. <laughs> Little Richard made $30 billion over the years from Predator royalties. <laughs> he made $49 billion from the Magic School Bus. Wow. It's crazy. Is yeah. he the one who did the, uh, the, the Magic theme School song? Bus theme song? Yeah. yeah. He did, actually. That's not a joke. Wow. Okay. So, Amir, final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, like I was just saying throughout this uh, episode, I really enjoyed this viewing. Probably my favorite viewing of this movie. Probably helped that I was high as fuck. Um, but yeah, uh, I loved everything about it. Uh, especially Arnold and Carl Weathers' sick muscles. Uh, if I had to give this movie a score, I think I would, after this watch, give it 8.4 out of 10. <laughs> I thought he was just doing mouth noises there. For yeah. like, psh, psh, I was. Psh, psh, I was see. like, this would be a good, good way to rate it. Andrew? Obviously not a real horror movie, but it has horror elements. Do you, do you agree with that, Ryan? I would say it's more like an action sci-fi film. Same. Sure. Yeah. It is an action sci-fi, but it has this iconic horror creature. You can't deny that the Predator is not a horror no, creature. No, and in later on films, it becomes more horror. Oh, does yeah. that right? Oh, I didn't know that. I would say like Alien vs. Predator is geared more towards like a horror thriller. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I love this movie. It's probably 
one of the first movies I watched as a kid. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. Predator 2 actually was one of the first movies I watched as a kid. Really? But anyway. I'm going to give it 9.5. Damn. Uh, parrots out of 10. That's one of the highest scores Andy has doled out on this episode, on this show. Uh, Ryan. I also gave that to Exorcist, so. Page Master. Uh, yeah, second time I watched it. Uh, I think I liked it even better the second time. It's just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Fun action movie, in my opinion. Um, I love Arnold. How can you not? You know? Uh, and I give this film 7.7 7 big fucking beefy juicy muscles <laughs> out of 10. So that was episode 52 of Survive the Night, Predator. The next episode, Ryan, is it going to... Is, are we going to stick with the one you decided? I guess. I just thought up a better one, but whatever. What was the better one? We can do this one another time. Well, a one that I would more enjoy, but whatever. Uh, I have seen Hereditary, and I'm super excited to cover it. It's one of my favorite horror movies ever. So that'll be next week on Survive the Night. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. You can follow us on social media, on Instagram, by going to s.t.n underscore podcast, on Twitter, STN Pod, TikTok, podcast, STN, Facebook, just search up Survive the Night podcast, and you can email us at survive the night podcast at gmail.com. My name's Amir. I've been here with Raggedy Andy, birthday boy. Yeah. And Page Master Ryan. Yes. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. Don't you hate it when your relatives lose their heads? Amir, come here right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, daddy. What the hell is this, Amir? I dropped some water in the sink. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not quite what we meant. Don't you hate it when your relatives literally lose their heads? I sure do. My husband completely lost his hair by losing at Laser Limbo. Hey, honey, watch this. I've set our new Laser Limbo game to Impossibolos. Bet you I can get under it. How low can I go? Limbo like me. Limbo, limbo like me. Oh, Rob, you're so crazy. How's he doing? What do you mean, how's he doing? He's dead, you fucking idiot! Introducing head glue. The revolutionary new biogenetic glue engineered by the same scientists who created the T-Virus. Here, try it! Okay, just, I guess I just pop the top or something and squirt it like that. And I guess put it I've got to say, I'm pretty impressed. He looks just like normal. Limbo! 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 Why is it like this? Limbo! Limbo! Amazing, isn't it? You piece of shit! What's wrong to with- To order head glue, call 1-800-GET-HEAD. That's 1-800-438-4323. Get head. Woo!